Good morning, everybody. Juan is still here in the studio with us. Will you come back in like two, two and a half hours and we can do another take of, of what's it called? Star Wars? Yes, we, we, do, we don't call it Star Wars. What we're doing is, and in object, in waiting for title, is a space opera that takes place in a galaxy not so far away. <laughs> and who are the characters? Oh, we have... It's myself, Juan Solo. Juan Solo. And my first mate and co-pilot. Copacabana? Booby. Booby? He's a Wookiee. Oh. <laughs> He's like a large dog. You, you sound like you're tired from picking beans in Columbia all day. He's a Wookiee. Yes. You remind me of the Colombian bean guy, the commercial when I was a little kid. All of actors also have other jobs. So you got Booby, yourself. Yes. But the, like the other leads, like... Obi-Wan Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, the Lando Calizzoni. <laughs> Sounds Italian. He does. Okay. He looks Italian. And the, of course, the looks guy Walker. Mm-hmm. And Joda. 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 He's very, very popular... With the younger viewers. Right. Because he is a moopit. Have you ever... <laughs> have you ever noticed that Joda has a strange delivery of the English language? Yes. He speaks very, very differently than you and I. We, you and I, are, we have so much in common, but Joda, he's a different kind of duck. It's like he's, he's like speaking a whole different language. What's his deal? He takes his... His endings of the sentence and put it in the beginning. Something about the inflection of the preposition. Okay. Like if he sang Guns and Roses. Right. He would say, to the paradise city, take me. <laughs> do you see? I do see. Thank you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's always great to see. Come back in a couple. Not Obi-Wan Kenobi. Juan Solo. Come back. Uh, Jeez. It's Obi-Wan Gonzalez for the record, not Kenobi. That's um for guys who've never caught him or just tuned in. He, he he's working on a Star Wars thing in Mexico. He's like Taylor Sheridan of Mexico, <laughs> just like Taylor. Just exactly right, <laughs> Taylor. If you're listening, I've got your twin brother, Mexican version up here. 800-800-7234-800-800 Radio. My name is John Clay Wolf. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Good morning, Carolinas, Florida. Weather's been crazy, crazy, crazy all over the place. I tell you, my friend said that his town looked like a backflash Zebco, right? No, just a mess. With the with the um, wires everywhere. Huh. Gigi, how is my favorite, best-looking, hottest mama black hide in the U.S.? Okay, don't forget the blonde. I'm the good. Blonde. I'm good. You know, I had to do a switch up at the last minute, change my hair piece, but it's all good. It is change all good. my hair. Why? So when you when you're looking in the mirror and you're picking uh-huh. your hair for the day. I was in a meeting yes. with some people the other day. Uh, I have mm-hmm. a, my manager of funding is an African-American lady named mm-hmm. Frankie. And she's worked for me, with me, for me, however you want to say it, for over a decade. 
I was like, Frankie, you look so young. What's going on? And she just had another kid. Um, and she's 45. And she had a late baby. Maybe not 45. Anyway, I was like, Frankie, why do you look so young? Why do you look so young? She's like, I don't know. You know, She's smiling. She's liking it. But I meant it. I'm like, it's your hair. Your hair looks so good. She's like, oh, it's new. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know what I mean? It brings new life right. to you. Nothing like a new top. That's right. That's right. Nothing like a new do. That's so. Gigi, tell me if this has ever happened to you. This this story actually came out this week in Ohio. A number of motors called the police when they saw a car with long brunette hair <laughs> hanging out of the trunk, which looks pretty pretty suspicious, right? right? This is the moment that an officer knocked on Toria Townsend's door to ask exactly what was going on. It's cut number 18. The craziest thing you're not going to believe. What happened? So we got a call. Somebody's concerned. Are you like a hairstylist? No. So there's like hair. Like a porn actor? Yeah. Oh, my Jesus. Someone's like. Oh, that's my wig. Oh, hold on. That's my wig. Hold on. No alarm here, folks. It was part of Toria's wig hanging out of the trunk of her vehicle, which, and I'm no expert, but that's no way to treat a wig. JD, go go, go to Facebook.com. Are you already on there? You live on there, right? Put in weaves. Weaves of, of Baton Rouge. Weaves of Baton Rouge. This ought to be good. It's so bad. Lost weaves of Baton Lost Rouge. Lost weaves of Baton Rouge. Huh. So what in the hell? Where do you find this, man? I live in weird little creases of the earth and, and, and work at night. Just, just a bunch of pictures it's of people. It's just a bunch of pictures of that scenario <laughs> that he just painted. People lost their wig. Beside <laughs> the road. But this was next to a pair of Newports or something, a pack of Newports. There's one in the middle of the road in the right where the stripe is. I see it. <laughs> lost I see it. weaves. Of Baton Rouge. How often does this happen to have its own Facebook? Page? I mean, you got to get them sewn in. <laughs> in you that city, get them glued in. Oh, you get them sewn. You got to get it together. Yeah, you get them sewn in. Sometimes people get them glued in. Boy, but it's too hot. You know what I mean? I need to be able to take it off and and change it and let right. the air hit my scalp. Here's one coming. Here's one coming out of a gutter, and somebody's put a red balloon next to it, like the like the clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. If you learned anything this segment, it's about lost weaves. That's right. Of Baton Rouge. That's right. It's a life changer, especially for the kids. 10,000 followers. (laughs) Wow. Love it. (laughs) Who knew it was a thing? Right. Right. I see the red balloon now. Right. What's LWBR mean? Is that like a little acronym for something funny? It doesn't. Work. I don't know. Lost Baton weaves, Baton Rouge. Oh yeah, duh. Oh okay, lost weaves. I'm blonde. Well, I need someone to get... made a turkey out of one of them. No, that's <laughs> when you know you're big. They make an acronym out of your name. Yeah. Right. 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 It's like CSNY. Weaves. Well, we know what that means. What else is in the news? John Daniels. John David. Let's see here. This is kind of fun. We were talking to President Biden just a little bit ago. Well, last week we had a little. Well, we had some fun with him. Uh, from a comedic standpoint, well, John actually asked Old Joe for his input on a prospect of a Chevy Colorado he wanted to sell and give me the VIN. Remember this? Cut number four. Tom in California, do you have a question for President Biden? No, John, I want to sell you my truck. Okay, what do you got? Maybe I'll get Biden. I got a 2016 Chevy Colorado. Okay, where do you live? Buy your weed. I live in Norco, California. Norco, I know exactly where that is. So you got a Colorado, is it a four cylinder or a six? It's a four cylinder. Extended cab or crew? It's an extended cab. Work truck. Oh. 
84,400 miles. How much is it? I'm trying to get 11 for it. President Biden? And I got the pink slip. It's paid off. President Biden, are you there? Let me tell you something now. I like being fiscally frugal. What? I don't try to spend too much money, but on this, listen, on this, this Mitsubishi Colorado, you ever make a little whoopee in there? All right, Biden. Thank you. I bet you did. <laughs> hey, uh, Tom, go to GiveMeTheVin.com, load it up, and tell him I said to buy it $11,000. Okay. All right, John. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. Man evades police in the wrong location. A field full of mean horses. Yeah. Cut five. What the hell is that about? Oh, this is Florida news. What's well, yes, what we do? it is, indeed. Yeah. Cut five. Okay, he's bailing. Not quickly. He just kind of got out. Now he's running. Still running west. There's a field back here with, uh, looks like farm animals. He's crossing into the field now. He's running across a field. Jumped over a fence. Horse just chased him down. Oh. 20 feet to your left right now. Right now. Right there. Let me see your hands. You got to fit. Hands up. Get your hands up. Yeah, they got him. Stand by. Everyone, thank you for the help. Everybody else, thank you very much. Great job, everyone. <laughs> Here's what I'll do. I'll just run across this empty field. Right. There's nothing going on here. Nothing about oh, there's family. some horses. Oh, and some dogs. Yeah, family farm full of aminals. <laughs> How hot is it? Is it supposed to continue to be this crazy hot next week? It's going to calm down a little bit, actually. Yeah, Texas will get down into the mid-90s, and finally Florida will calm down a bit, too. They'll get down into the 90s, but it's been 100-plus all week. What are your 4th of July plans? No, me, nothing. Just hang out. I'm going to come out here to the ranch. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> John's like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, I think you can. I'm not going to be here, but you can. Oh, okay. You're where, not going to be where here? Where are you going? Where are you going? I'm going to secret places. Ooh. No, no, you don't get to go to secret places. I'm going to Florida. You got to tell it. Florida? Oh, nice. Florida. Okay. Where are the hoes of the hoes? For show, for show. For show, for show. Okay. Yeah, talking big bad talk because your wife ain't in the room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at her. With the hoes and the witches and the so-and-so, so-and-so. I'm about to flip some switches. And the minute she comes in, oh, okay, honey, no. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. We support you. We love you. We were in Florida last time with the kids down on Miami Beach. And there were two black women. I don't have to say black women. Two women. Two, mm-hmm. two, two Taiwanese women. There you go. And they're really large. Okay. But they had on crazy skinny pants. And I call those hoochie mamas. Mm-hmm. You know, fishnet and this, and their lips done up like, like what's her name? Shanae on um, Wayne's Brothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Martin. Right. <laughs> on Martin. And there's two of them. And I said, it was just starting to rain. I said, boys, have y'all ever seen a hoochie mama? Oh, and these gals are on these biceps start to What? I mean, bows in the hair, Bobo. Pants so tight they can't breathe. Wow. Like the fat roll's hanging out, and that fat roll that's hanging out over the top heavy is making the fat roll from the next level up punching out. I mean, it like starts Michelin manning, right? And these gals are looking like something. I mean, TNA, lips, hair, everywhere on bicycles. Wow. And they fell over. Oh, no. It was the damnedest thing. Because one of them hit a little little wet spot because it was get, it was starting to mist. 
Didn't fall hard. I mean, like, fell like Joe Biden on the bicycle when you saw that. Sure. <laughs> but then the other hoochie mama bumped into her, and she fell over. Oh. <laughs> so my kids are watching this, and they're on their backs. These are big gals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're rocking back and forth. She's trying to get up. <laughs> trying to get up. <laughs> That's what you got to do, man. Well, yeah, the weevils wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And my oldest said, said, do they migrate here from New Orleans after the summer? After Mardi Gras. <laughs> after Mardi Gras. I was like, maybe. And all those bicycles, too. That's some good people watching down there. That's the things you see in Florida. Um, and take some pictures, John. Yeah. Huh. Huh. God, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, to get that sight in my head again. It was like, it was unbelievable. These, these, these ladies were, these fine young ladies were. Three fifty, three seventy-five a piece. Oh my! Mm-hmm. And that bike was wow. That's a lot to put on a bike. That was a lot on a bike. Oh, that's one that's way to survive the fantasy. summer in Florida. You got to have a lot to burn away. What'd you say, yeah. G? I said, "There's some man's chocolate fantasy. There's some man sitting there right now. Ooh, Ooh baby, that's a lot of chocolate to get into. Will you take her? Mm-hmm. Out? Will you take us out? I can do that. And we'll be right back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show brought to you by America's best car buyer, GimmeTheVin.com. And I forgot that coming up next is the car segment, which is where you call in, year, make, model, miles, average, over, clean, give me the information on your car, and I'll bid it right now, right on time, right here on this station. Yes, we're live. Yes, it's 4th of July weekend. And we're working. 800-800-7234, 800-800-7234, 800-800-7234. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. Call in right now uh, during this musical break, and then we'll have you queued up and ready to go there in just a second when you get back to uh, pitch me your car, and I'll make an offer on it to buy it. Be right back. What have you got there? Divine Inspiration. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where I bid the cars on the radio for GiveMeTheVin.com, our sponsor. Trip, you there? Trip. Trip, trip, trip. You there? Yes. What have you got, sir? I've got a 2011 Cadillac CTS Sport Wagon. Uh, back then, it was performance, luxury, something else. There's three m- versions. Performance. Performance. 3.0. All right. Did you get a bunch of wool in that Sport Wagon? Uh, I'll plead the fifth. Right. Under sixty five. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four eight hundred eight hundred radio. Uh what's that what's the miles? Hundred and forty thousand. How's the engine transmission? The it's mild out. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It's a it's a B plus A minus car. Okay, it's got a lot of miles. No wrecks, straight, diamond coat white. You're you're a dealer. Oh, cowboy, click it. What I mean, you're a dealer, right? Nope. You're sure talking fast not to be a used car dealer. Well you're in a hurry. I mean, I'm just listening to you go, man. I mean, I just want some of what you're on, man. <laughs> I'll give three grand. It's Saturday morning, dude. I'll give three grand. I'll give three grand. Yeah, now, now we know he's a car dealer. They're doing 4,800 MMR, and I was at Atlanta Auto Auction the other day, and I saw one for 3,900, and I was in Orlando Auto Auction the other day, and I saw one for 5,750. Now, we just redid the wheels and the bearings on that one. 
Yeah, let's take about I'd buy him all day. There you I'd go. He's a car day. dealer. All right, Trip. Trip, you no, unplug. Trip, Trip, you unplug your lot while you're in the air. No, go really down not. to Trip's Auto Sales. He's a fast talker, but he'll make you a slow deal. 800-800-7234-800-800 radio. Elliot, Houston. Yes. 15 Hyundai Sonata. No, Santa Fe Sport. Um, yes, sir. 110,000 miles. Yes, sir. And leather or cloth? Uh, it's got a little... Uh, it's cloth. Okay. It's got a little what? It's got a little uh, uh, paint damage up in the front of the uh, hood. Okay. Up in the very front, but that's it. Four liter? No, a two liter or a 2.4 liter? I believe it's a 2.4, sir. Okay. And so the paint, how much is it going to cost to fix? That's what matters. I, I really don't know. I haven't even tried to, uh, to to look at it yet, sir. I'm not a sir. I'm just a John. But it's all good. I apologize. <laughs> does, seven, does seven grand buy it? Uh, yes, sir, it would. Okay. Load it up at GiveMeTheVin.com. If the hood's not, like, hanging off of it and, and missing the front tooth, I'm good. I sure will. GiveMeTheVin.com. Say, John put it at seven grand with the hood. Uh, is it wrecked or is it... Need, okay. you, said, you said it needs paint. Is it wrecked or does it need paint? No, sir. It's just paint. Okay, we can handle it. Yeah, go to GiveMeTheVin.com. They'll get on it. They're listening right now. Thank you. Paul, 15, three-quarter ton gas, big miles, two-wheel drive, Tommy Lift. Yeah. For hauling your dope by the crate. Is it a crew cab? Yeah. Um, is it leather or is it vinyl? Uh, it's not It's not cloth, but it's not leather. I don't right. Know it's called it. vinyl. Because <laughs> okay, normally a truck with a Tommy Lift on it is not a King Ranch. Uh no 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 no. I don't know. Does 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 eight grand buy it? Eight grand. I was thinking more like ten. I could probably do ten. Put me down for ten with an asterisk. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com, load it up. Say John called me this morning. Said he'll give ten grand. I said okay, but he wanted you to go through the pictures and verify it. And they'll do it right now. Just go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load it up. Thanks, man. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four eight hundred eight hundred radio. Everybody left. Well, y'all are actually here. But everybody left me on the radio because this is my little segment that where I just do cars. But that's the end of that. We're done with that stuff. If you want to hear more of that stuff, you can grab it on the podcast. This afternoon at jcwshow.com. Like us on Facebook. Love us on Twitter. Screw us on Instagram. And and get us get naked with us on YouTube. What, what, what did all these DJs say? Like us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Love us on Twitter. Elon and Zuckerberg still might fight. I have very, very, very strong intel in that department. More so than you would think. I'll be back with that in just a minute. You're listening to the most popular Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast. The John Clay Wolf Show. We now return to The John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. Hey, 
hey Bob. Yo. I'm talking to my big, sexy, Gigi voice. Uh, not to be a bitch, but this song is not on the approved opening playlist. Is it not? Never has been, never will be. So soak it up, huh. homeboy. I swear. Because it ain't ever coming again. Well, it might. I mean, you never know. I mean, I make those things. It could. I was probably stretching. But you might have to go for, CHR and get a little fine. I was probably stretching for something. That's, that's a... Well, you I mean, do what stre- you got to... Stretching. You, stretching like stretching. You do what you got to do, man. It's They're just songs, and uh, you can react or overreact. What's the name or, of the song? It's Abacab. It's pretty mellow, man. Are you like on downers this week? Yeah, it's just... It's like, you need to get hyped. Dude, a couple of years ago, yeah. I used that as a bumper intro... Mm-hmm. And you were rocking out. You're like, oh, no, it wasn't. No, 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 no. I hate that song. I hate that song. You do. I like Illegal Alien by Phil Collins in mm-hmm. Genesis. I like about three Genesis songs. I hate that song. That song sucks. Well, at the time, it was on MTV way too much. It didn't deserve it. Yeah. Phil, I mean, it just sucks. At and the I don't time, want it played on my show. At the time, you were grooving Ooh. with it. And don't make so, me cuss. and don't make so, me cuss. I locked that away and said, oh, that's an okay, okay. one. Well, you locked. And Sean. What? Sean's standing in for Turley today, running the boards. Hiya. So my wife, my nice, sweet wife, she buys steaks for everybody, goes up there in the heat oh. and cooks them last night, Has makes dinner for everybody on the porch. Mm-hmm. I ask you to come up there and eat with us because mm-hmm. you had a steak. Yep. And I told Maddox to bring you two. You, I see where you read my text messages. I saw that you <laughs> saw what I said. I'm getting rid of my iPhone. And then... <laughs> I said to Maddox when he got there, I was like, "Where's Sean?" He said he doesn't want to eat with us. I said, "Why not?" He said he's eating frozen. Co- uh, he's eating corn dogs. Mm-hmm. Bar S brand, by the way. So why did you opt not to come eat with us? Because you said you're not going to feed me no more. Aww. I said I'm not going to feed you no mo unless you get your S together and get our audio fixed. That's like a technique they use when they're really out of techniques. It's called starvation. Yeah, okay. right. So you've got our our audio back together, and I'm gonna give you a big old fat steak. That's a that's a technique. It's like, hey man, good job. But you didn't preface it with that. Wait, are you not smart enough to know if I'm like, hey, you got a steak up here waiting on you? You're like, hey man, he must. I, I must have done a good job. Everything's cool. The threat that he made to starve me out last week is not is over. Well, thank you very much. I missed it. No, 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 no. I want to talk more about this. How do you miss that? How do you miss that I said, come up here? And I I sent you three texts, and I saw where you read every once in a while. So you were just wanting to be a bitch about the fact that I said, I'm going to starve you out. You were like, no, 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 no. We took this too far. I'm not going. That's what it was. Just tell the truth. No. Gigi, no. you're the therapist. Yeah, he said, I don't need your steak. I got my corn dogs, buddy. You're not going to threaten me. Why you Take need your to go- steak and stick it. That's what Why he you said. Why you need to go out stick for, it. for lobster when you got steakums in the fridge, uh-huh. homegirl? That's right. He said, take your steak. You're not going to threaten me. That's Man, right. All I wanted was the audio to work and quit buzzing. I just wanted everything to work. And I and like when we go play in the evenings and go shoot guns and fishing and, and you're going with us and all that's great. Then we get up the next morning and the stuff doesn't work and it's a disaster. That's why I finally said, I'm like, dude, you can't go play with us anymore. Your job is to make sure the airplane's ready to fly. And you understand that, don't you? Sure. Oh! No, he doesn't. That's why he brought corn dogs. No, no, no. Did you hear what he no, said? No, he doesn't. He said, sure. Sure is not a happy yes. Okay, so, so you don't understand my mentality. 
I'm like, you're out here to... You're you're the airplane mechanic and technician. Gotcha. Right? Mm -hmm. Today, you're the pilot. Thank you. Yep. So I better get off your ass Mm -hmm. because I don't have another pilot. Maybe I need (laughs) to shut up. Yeah, what happens when the pilot walks out? (laughs) (laughs) When I was in the Army, there was three people that you did not make angry. One was your mechanic. Right. Second was the guy who made your food. Right. And the third was the guy who told you what to do. Okay. Well... You are my mechanic. Mm-hmm. If you don't make my food and you don't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. But I just, you've done a really nice job building the studio. Would you agree that it went too long and we had some heavy problems? I, I think that we had some complications that we tried to, we tried to overcome in real time and it didn't work. Okay. That's what I think. But do you understand my point that I didn't think that as long as, until the plane is airworthy and everything's perfect for the big ride in the morning, that... Your time out here in the night needed to be spent with that and not jerking off with us. No, I get that. Okay, that, that's what I was saying. That's all. And then, but you're always welcome with us. I'm as a long fat, as, look, I'm a fat man. I'm telling you. Is, you don't tell me you're not going to feed me and exactly. call that okay. That's not how you tell me that that's... But how you tell... No, I understand, but how you tell me is, hey, Sean, it's all good. We've got a big old T-bone ready for your fat ass. Mm. And you should be like, I mean, how can you not understand that that's not a good signal? Well, that's the last not, time that's I, not a signal of love. The last time I had a steak, you told me you weren't going to feed me no more. I did until you got the stuff straight. You got the stuff straight. Cool. All right. So, steak's on. Next time, yes. All right. Oh, he's pissed. Yes, he is. Oh, you G- effed with his food. Gigi. And he brought his own. <laughs> he bring her up and picking on her Okay, wigs. speaking from a big girl's perspective, you don't F with my food. You can do a lot of things, but don't tell me you're not going to feed me. Oh, my. Right? Sean. That's why he brought corn yes. dogs. He was like, later for you and your dry ass steak. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so now we understand the real thing. Now we understand. 800-800-7234-800. to make it worse, but they were absolutely delicious steaks. <laughs> Bill in Georgia. Hello. Bill in Georgia. Bring Bill hey, up. I'm a uh, sex coach. Oh, and good. my corn dogs are orally satisfying, by the way, too. <laughs> Let me tell you, people need to consider each other's interests in sex. If you're going to have sex with a young with a, uh, a partner, whatever yeah. partner you have sex with, your concern should be their interest. How do they want to be gratified? What it, have, have they ever been a victim of assault of somebody and they're hating it because their memory was in court somewhere testifying about a terrible assault? Anyway, that's the first thing. Bill, I hey, dude, now I got to get on your ass. Yes. What are you doing calling in here with all this Debbie Downer BS? Sex, assault, court, your uncle Smitty raped you? I mean, dude, what the hell's wrong with you? Okay, listen. (laughs) Marriage, sex is something that is a mutual, it's the most wonderful pleasure on earth. It's the the most wonderful thing. But you know what? (laughs) It shouldn't be just the total object of of your friendship and your interest in one another in the evening. If you're having a meal together. I lost Bill. Was, was that where a gag? He, I mean, where was he going with that? What what happened? His his girl honey person told him no. He was trying to no. say there's more to intimacy than just sex. I know. But I who asked one him? Better though, Gigi. Where is he coming from with that? We didn't provoke. He's that. not coming at all with that. That's why he made that statement. 
You guys work that out. I, I'm interested in what y'all are saying. Yeah, that's why he made that statement, because he's not getting any. Someone told him, that's all you think about. No, see, I'm going to call on the radio, and you're going to hear me, and I'm going to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he's still not going to get any. <laughs> None. So we, so we didn't provoke that. No. No, okay. he's, no, no. he's, <laughs> so he's we one were... of those guys. He's one of those guys, like, when you tell him, choke me, pull my hair, you know what I mean? And then he's like, I would never talk to you like that. And doesn't mm. understand why he's not getting it on. Wow. But good luck to you, Bill. Get those handcuffs ready. <laughs> Get those handcuffs. Hey, what's the whole mm-hmm. handcuff thing about? Control. I think it's about control. Tell me. You, I can tell by the smile on your face you've done it. Yeah, I think it's about control. It's about giving up control. And, and yeah, it's about control. Will you think about that while we do Florida News and then tell us if you I want to get that. into it deeper? I can do that. I think about that all the time anyways. It is time for Florida News. <laughs> Florida man. Weird Florida stuff. The call-in number is 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO-JCWshow.com is where you find us. It's where the podcast is. It's where the Twitter thing is. It's where the Facebook thing is. It's where all the stuff is. JCWshow.com. Do you have an intro for Florida Man News, or can Bobo just do it live? Oh, I'm sure it's We're going to do it live! Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Found it. And now, no from North America's <laughs> own land down under, it's time for Sunshine State News with your certified lifeguard, J.D. Ryan. Oh, Part of the reason people don't are afraid of going to Florida, John, you may experience this when you go, is the alligators. You never know where they're going to pop up. They're going to be in the middle of the highway. A 13-year-old Man, boy. I was up to my ass in alligators yesterday, all day long. Not real ones. No, but business ones. Business ones. This was in Winter Springs, Florida. 13-year-old kid hanging out with his buddies. A storm comes up. He says, you know what? I don't want to be around the storm. They're swimming. I'm going to walk home. So he starts walking home, and he gets bit by an alligator. Oh. In his hip, he's just walking down the road. He calls 911 and says, uh, very calmly, yeah, I just got bit by an alligator. I'm okay, though. I can walk and I can stand. I'm fine. It, it just stings a little bit. So apparently, if you're in Florida, watch out for the gators. Also, Florida man, hey, blamed Putin. Yeah, that's right. Putin for the threat of nuclear war. He was trying to get out of a ticket, get out of a police ticket. He was speeding in Palm Coast. Here's the moment the unidentified driver tried to, tried to use this crazy excuse to get out of a ticket. Cut number six. Yeah, there was no reason for that I at know, all. I, I would put, put people's lives into safety. I, and I just found out that Putin is just said he's going to launch nuclear thermal war against the world. And I was trying to get back to my house. Finally, what's going on? What is wrong with people in Florida? What is it? Is it the air? Is it the ocean? What? Uh, I think Florida he... cop claims Burger King put dirt on his food. Investigation reveals it was seasoning. <laughs> Guy must be a hell of an investigator. Must be a hell of a seasoning. Florida man charged with assault with a deadly weapon after throwing alligator through Wendy's drive-thru window. More, more alligators. <laughs> Florida man suspected of using private plane to join to draw giant radar penis with the radar trails. I saw that one. Florida man in no seriously no seriously I have drugs T-shirt arrested for possession of drugs. <laughs> well, Florida man wears a f the police shirt to his court case and uh, he wins. There's your Florida news. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four. 800-800-RADIO. 
Arkansas man. Do you have any chicken stories for us this morning? Bo knows chicken. Uh, actually, I do. I have about 20 chickens. Share. We're and here for you. They are the nastiest, the messiest damn thing in the backyard, but they produce a lot of eggs, and it's all good. Are the egg prices still higher or they come back down to normal? They're still really high. Why? I I do not know this. I, when my wife first came home with some chickens, I was mad and threw a fit for the longest time until the price the eggs went up, and now I'm just totally cool with it. What city in Arkansas are you uh, residing in? You and your old lady I am in staying? Ben- Benton, Arkansas. Is that Walmart country? Uh, Bentonville, Bentonville is Walmart country. Is there, so there's difference, okay. Uh, everything's Walmart country, really. Have you ever Walmart been to everywhere. Miami or D.C.? I have been to both of them, yes, sir. We're going to a break. Will you uh, give us the... Can you say good morning, Miami, good morning, D.C.? We'll be back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show right after this song. Uh, be back with what? Uh, what's the name of the show? Do you know it? This is actually the first time I've ever listened to you. Oh, yeah. Right, well, that's good. So the name, my name is John. Not, no, no, that's fine. My name is John Clay Wolf. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Okay. Uh, go to JCW, like John Clay Wolf, jcwshow.com, and um, you'll see all of our stuff. You can see, oh, the video stream. Hell, the video's up right now. If you click it, you'll see video in the, in the studio. We're live. But now I'm out of time because I, I had to educate the Arkansas boy once again. And whatever you needed, uh, so, hey, I'll put you on hold. My name's John Clay Wolf. Got to go. Play a song. Be right back. Saturday morning, from New York to Los Angeles to Houston, and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. We now return to The John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. Bob, on this 4th of July weekend, when they're singing about Spoon Man, is yes. that like Leonard Skinner needle in the spoon? Are they singing about a drug addict? I really don't know. I mean, I know they're playing the spoons, but I wonder since I mean they're probably all drug addicts. What's their name? They're playing Soundgarden's. Well, they do play spoons. You know, at the end, this is Soundgarden, right? I I thought maybe yes. I thought maybe Foo Fighters. I'm not sure. No, sir. Soundgarden. Okay. okay. What's no. the question? Is he singing about people that play spoons, or is he singing about drug addicts? Oh, I don't know, man. Like I think you can Google the lyrics. Where, where's my Where's my stoner bud? Hey man, dude, there you are. I forgot your name. What's your name? Just Mickey, man. All right, Mickey and Spoon Man. Oh yeah, I Spoon that Soundgarden. Yeah, right, right. The Soundgarden song. I don't know why you killed it. Soundgarden's badass, man. Right. Was he singing about drugs or spoons? No, no, no. You know what that song's about, man? No. Chris Cornell loved his fruity pebbles, man. <laughs> you know, and like he was talented. His, his right fingers had, like he had an extra knuckle on his ring finger. Yeah. 
And he can be like that spoon man in a bowl of fruity pebbles. Did I tell man. you about that chick at Starbucks that had a had a pinky on he her got elbow? A half a pound a minute, man. Love those fruity pebbles. And they call him the spoon man. Stoner Bob, did I tell you about that chick at Starbucks? My name's Mickey. Stoner Mickey. Did I tell you about that chick at Starbucks that had a pinky on her elbow? No. So you'd go through Starbucks and you order your blah blah blah, right? And give her your money. And she'd take it with one arm. And then she had a like a pinky. So she had a half an arm. Oh. And the doc put a pinky on the end of her elbow. Stomach. Oh, that's nice. So then when she'd give you the change back, she'd like take two quarters and a dime and a penny. And she'd stack it in there at the bottom of that elbow and that little pinky clamp and bonk. And then she'd throw that thing out there for the change. And what would you do, you know? Hey, man, it's cool. Keep it, right? I mean... That's beautiful, man. It's pretty good hustle. Yeah, you know, the world is really beautiful, man, if you just give, you know. Thank you, Mickey. Hey, um, flashbacks. This is on a run sheet. Stupid commercials or funny commercials? We do have some flashbacks this Homemade week. local commercials? I've only got two minutes left. I think you can. I, I think you can fit one in if you want to hear it. This week's flashback takes us back to a third-generation family-owned pharmacy called Butt Drugs in Corydon, Indiana. It was founded by William H. Butt, B-U-T-T, back in 1952. They they were in business a long time, and they got a big boost from this advertisement that became a bit of a viral video way back in 2010. It's cut 13. There's a cry across the heartland, a yearning for the days gone by. And in little old Corden, Indiana, they're happy and they'll tell you why. They got butt drugs. Now what they did was they actually used real butt drug customers to endorse their store. I recommend butt drugs for everybody. I can always count on butt drugs. When I think drugs, I think butt drugs. For all my health needs, I turn to butt drugs. You want hometown service and cheap hot coffee and liquor. Now that's the ticket. You can tell Walmart, CVS, and Walgreens exactly where to stick it. Ba 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 butt drugs. We love butt drugs. Butt drugs won't let you down. Parking in the rear. This isn't real. I love butt drugs. It is a it is a real store. Uh, yeah. But the commercial, they didn't really do that, did they? It was that little gym was put together by a YouTube duo named Rhett and Link, and they've done a ton of these things. We've got a couple more that we'll play for you a little later. Play uh, one on the way out. We we can go now. Okay. Well, actually, a- actually, actually, we can't. You're right. I'm sorry. We don't have time. Well, don't be sorry, man. I'm sorry, Jeez. man. But maybe plug the video stream. The video stream? But, J.D., what's on the video stream? Lots and lots of people, including Dark Duchess, who says we went a little bit ago. She says, <laughs> I can't keep up with this show. We went from corn dogs to sex in half a second. What the hell? Well, you got to do a little butt drugs to keep up with this show. <laughs> My name's John Clay Wolf, and we haven't started drinking yet. It is Fort Worth, um, Fourth of July. And remember, on this Fourth of July weekend, you cannot drink all day if you do not start first thing in the morning. So... Brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com, America's Best Car Buyer, who is at work today. We are working until 4 at the office, Central Time, at Give Me the Vin, and um, 4 o'clock East Coast Time, too, in our D.C. office, in our uh, 
Miami office, West Palm, Orlando. We, yeah, we've got offices all over the East Coast. Anyway, we'll be right back. John Clay Wolf Show. No one knew where he came from. But everybody wanted what he was selling. Check out the podcast. He was just some hillbilly who got on a plane and then just landed somewhere. Please beware. The voice in your head is a threat. JCWshow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. So we're in the country now, right? I've got this country place. And off the bedroom, there's a... Gigi, there's a... Like a porch with a shower on it. Like a horse bath. Ooh, like a horse bath. Freaky in the country, huh? <laughs> he said off the bedroom, there's a shower. Well, there's a porch and there's an outdoor shower. Okay. And I just keep using that all the time. And there's this guy building a carport and there's a wall that you can't see. And I knew he was out there. It was early, like, because the, the electrician was trying to beat the heat. And... I'm like, yeah, I see the truck, but they're on the other side of that wall. There's no way. And who cares? It's a guy. I'm a guy. I mean, it's like, you know, 30 yards away. And I go out and take my naked shower out in the middle of the (laughs) open air against the house. And I look over and homeboy's checking me out, dude. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like he just, it wasn't like he just looked. I mean, he was hanging. (laughs) You were hanging. So I look back and I'm like. I know that you know that I know you want to do me in the butt, right? Ooh. And this is this is weird, man. You need to... So we, like, got into a look. Like, he was taking it the wrong way. He thought... He wanted you to take it the wrong way. Right. Uh-huh. I was, like, staring him down. Like, go away or I'll fight. And he was staring back at me like... I think... Like, he thought I was engaging. Oh. Yeah, ooh, he was cruising you. You brought to have a rooster fight, if right. you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> but I'd, I'd, I'd never felt so violated by a gay man in my life. But he might have thought I was a gay man. So it was a real confusing moment. I was very irritated with the whole situation. What should I have done? Out there. What should I have done, Gigi? I mean, you should have just stared him down, turned around and said, yeah, the water's cold. Look at me. <laughs> but <laughs> Did you just snort? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It was just weird, man. I mean, you know, there's just a rule. Like, I mean, you can pee outside and guy doesn't sit there and look at you. Yeah, but you're taking a shower outside. You want people to see you I naked. Did. Go ahead and admit it. I did not want anybody to see me naked. Yes, you do. That's why you put it out there. I did not put it out there. I'm That's in the right. middle of nowhere. You, said, you know what you said? You know what you said? Get you some, bitch. <laughs> so, Gigi, you think John has a maybe a, a bit of a dormant exhibitionist streak? It's not even dormant. Well, he's definitely right doing there. it. He's, he's live streaming it. so people can see him. <laughs> it's my house. I don't stay out here okay. much. Once a week. The sun is just cracking over the hills. It's a nice moment to take an outside shower. And here's this guy. 
Get you some, bitch. That like <laughs> decided to get here at three in the morning because he didn't want to get hot, and he's ruining my moment. He didn't want to get hot, but he got hot. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm going to take my shower anyway. And you're going to be okay. cool enough just to go to the other side of your job and not sit there and be a little stalker and stare at me around the corner. I don't know. Maybe I did the wrong That's thing. Okay. No, it's not, no it's, not, it's not. It's <laughs> not. She said. He'll be waiting. Yeah, he'll be waiting for you tomorrow. <laughs> Want me to wash your back? Mm-hmm. He's waiting on you. He's excited. Coming loofah my back. Mm-hmm. You did like this, huh? Let me throw it back at your daddy. <laughs> work do you need done out here, Johnny? Crab and SoCal. Good morning, you're there. Good morning, guys. Good morning, GD. Good morning. Hey, um, you know, thanks for letting us in on your studio, but I noticed one thing I'm I not had gonna a let you into my shower. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> what's the significance of the two prosthetic legs uh one on the organ and one on the uh looks like the refrigerator what he's talking about that's not that's not a fridge that's a leslie that's a big speaker for him and organ so he is watching the live stream on the youtube live and you can just get that at jcwshow.com and click uh, watch live and listen live Oh, crab, 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 crab. I'm surprised. <laughs> this is going to be a long story. How much time do we have? We have six minutes. I think I can do it. Okay. All right. Very kind of weird, similar to this construction worker. So the last time I remodeled a house in the country, that's what it's from. Crab, you left? I didn't tell you to hang up. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, Gigi, I'll tell you the story. Since crab left. Okay. Um... We're remodeling a house, my ex-wife and I, in the middle. It's a very similar setup to this mm-hmm. in Nakona, Texas, on a ranch. And out in the middle of nowhere, had a crew out there working. And I, I'm i at a friend's wake. And a guy that was living with him, that was a retired drug addict, is now a bartender. Good guy, good construction worker, was living on his couch. And somebody said, hey, John, why don't you give this guy a job out at your ranch? He's great at woodwork and this and that and that and this. So I do the nice thing, and I hire him, and I move him out to the ranch in Nakona. This is 2004, and he's he's working on the house. And this goes on and on and on. So, I don't know, about two months later, six weeks later, um, I get divorce papers from my ex-wife out of nowhere. Just wham, right? Um, and I'm talking to him in the evenings because he and I are living out there because I had to leave my house. So I'm living out here in this unfinished house with this dude, this, this uh, Greek. Mm-hmm. He's Greek. He talking like this. Ooh, he had an accent. Yes, he had an accent, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey, Greek, when are we going to get this house ready? Because this is my house now. This is the only place I have to live. And long story short, I, I intercepted a phone call from him while, while, I was talking, while I was talking to him. She called. I grabbed the phone. I had a weird sixth sense. That's a crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here talking to this guy about something completely different. And I, the, his phone rings. But he didn't have any money. But he had a brand new Razor phone. And this is when the Razor phones just came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I grabbed it. I mean, how ballsy and crazy is that? I just grabbed it out of his hand and answered the phone. Hello? Like him. And she said, are y'all still talking? What's going on? You remember, I mean, so last time I talked to my ex-wife is when she filed for divorce with me two, two weeks prior. Mm-hmm. All I could talk to is her attorney. No communication, no nothing. So there she is, right? And she's talking to him. And right then I knew. 
What'd you do? Whipped his ass. What I mean, what was any white blooded, red blooded male do? <laughs> but he wouldn't, you know, and, and, and he, he, so he took off running and he just took a couple of steps, jumped on top of him, bam, 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 bam. And I got him pretty good and I stopped. I'm like, where's this going? You know, am I going to kill him? Needs to be. Um, and, th- but he never really ran off. And I didn't understand that. So I, I took him off the place, had somebody take him off the place and uh, dumped him on the side of the road with all of his stuff. And she went and picked him up, took him to the police. The police, you know, they were trying to get me in trouble for whipping his ass because he called my ex-wife from the side of the road. Oh, what a baby. Right. And then they go to the police station. And the police station's like, okay, so you're living in his house. You're driving his car. You're taking his paycheck and you're screwing his old lady. And you've got, you know, a pretty good cut on your head and a black eye. Sounds like you got out light, homeboy. And then they went, <laughs> and then they went to the sheriff department, did the same thing. Sheriff department told them the same thing. So the guy could have killed you by Texas law. So I was talking to one of the Mexican workers that were out there, and he was talking to me about the guy. Mm-hmm. And I never, but very broken English. So he's showing me a chop thing on his leg, and I didn't know he had one leg. <laughs> you. You beat up a one-legged man. Well, I didn't know he was a one-legged man when I was beating him up. That's why he didn't run so fast. That's why yeah. he did. Right. I pr- <laughs> so, so the story that I used to tell on the radio was that I stole his leg. Right? Because that's funny. Uh-huh. Like, I took his leg off and beat him with it and then sent him on down the road. And, and it took him a long time to get where he was going because he only had one leg. But <clears throat> So I had Turley order a fake leg on eBay. I found one and I used it on eBay. And whenever celebrities come into the studio, they sign the leg. So Rick Springfield, oh, cool. Weird Al Yankovic, Joe Walsh, these different people have signed that fake leg that you can see sitting on top of the Hammond organ over there. And the joke is that it was Pete the Greek's fake leg Pete that I, I stole off of him. That was the when, name. That was the name when Pete I was beating his ass. So okay. now you know. Now you now know these things. Right. Do you have he, any questions? He's the one legged man in a butt kicking contest. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any questions, Gigi? How could you do that? How, how could, could I you do let what? Him live? Oh, how could you let him? <laughs> he wasn't supposed to let him get away. I wasn't. I wasn't. But Mm-mm. but I, I was just. I, I didn't know what to do at that point. Well, I'll tell you what I did. I'll tell you exactly what I did. Uh, now it's all coming back to me. Dude, this has been like 20 years almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I sat him down. Oh, he hit me with a paint stick. You know, he's a painter. So there's a paint stick laying on the ground, and he grabs a paint stick and breaks it over my head when I was whipping his ass. And man, that made me mad. So I took that paint stick, and I started bitch-whipping him with it. Bam, 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 right? You don't hit me with the paint stick. So, so, right, so we sit down, and I sit him down in a chair. And I was like, listen, man to man, now I need to know what's really going on. You know, I'm not going to kill you if you don't tell, if you'll tell me what's going on. Save me all the time. Mm-hmm. What the hell's going on with my wife? So I, I, I beat him into a confession with the paint stick. Now, I did get mm-hmm. him a beer out of the fridge to cool him off. That's kind so, of you. So, so we, we had a moment out there, and it's a Friday evening late. All the workers are left. It's just me and a one-legged man and a paint stick and a beer. <laughs> and I got it out of him. And then I knew that my ex-old lady had gone BS crazy, yeah. goofier than a run-over dog. And uh, I was like, this is so bad. I'm just going to let y'all go have fun, man. It was the accent. It was the accent in the cocaine. It was the accent. She couldn't resist it. It was the accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. <laughs> My name's John Clay Wolf of My Cars on the Radio for GiveMeTheVin.com, America's Best Car Buyer. It is Fourth of July weekend. And the next segment up after this song, 
I will not beat you with a paint stick. Promise. Unless your name's Pete the Greek. But call in and give me year, make, model, miles. Average, rough, or clean. I'll bid your car on the radio right here. Right now. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Go to jcwshow.com if you're bored and click the video link, and you'll see us and hear us on video. Join us. Uh, add us on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff, too, while you're at jcwshow.com. Be right back. Yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is... Is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where I bid a couple of cars, make offers, try to buy them for our sponsor, GiveMeTheVin.com, America's Best Car Buyer. David, you have a 16 Chevy Dooley, one-ton, high country, 90,000 miles, four-wheel drive, crew cab with a sunroof. It's called a high country model. Does it have any damage on the dual fenders? Uh, no, no. Uh, one scratch in the paint. Okay, so like on a scale of one to ten, how nice is this truck? I'd call it an eight. Forty grand. Forty-five. Forty grand. Uh, I need forty-five for it. I'm not a forty-five guy. It was forty-five about four months ago, but it's not forty-five anymore. Market's coming down on on uh, older and high miles. It's, it's forty still a ton. Forty still. That's thirty thousand less than the thing was new. Um, you know, seven years later, with 100,000 miles on it. John, uh, hang on just a second. I don't want to grab that one. I don't have info. Bill in Pittsburgh, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Good. Do you have one leg or two? I got two, but that was like right out of a Flannery O'Connor short story. <laughs> it's what The sad part is it's all true, like every inch of it. It's weird. Uh, there's more. I mean, the guy still had it coming. One leg or no legs. I mean, he did the right thing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 18, 19 years later, I needed validation for that. I was actually, when I was on top of him, I remember I'm on top of him, right? Wham, wham, wham. I'm like, what am I going to do with him? And what do I do? What do you do when you're like getting ready to kill somebody or let him go? Call your lawyer. So I called my poor lawyer. He's a friend of mine. I went to college with him. He's my old roommate. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm sitting on top of this guy and I found out what's going on and she's doing this and I've got him under me. And my lawyer's like, you got what? I'm like, yeah, I tell him the whole thing. I'm like, what do I do? And he's just like, dude, I really, really, really wish you hadn't called me. <laughs> well, don't ever leave Texas because in Pennsylvania, they would have put cuffs on you and taken you away. Oh, really? Yeah, in, in Texas, yeah, I think so. in Texas, there is a law about a passionate act of crime. So if you walk in and see a man with your wife in the act, then you can shoot him. This is a true statement. I don't know what Pennsylvania does, but it's not I worth it. it. It's not worth it. It's just not. No, worth of course it. not. But you still did the right thing. I did the right thing by tuning him up a little bit and then stopping. And then. Well, it, are they still together? No, that lasted like 15 minutes after the drugs wore off. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Thanks. Broadcasting on air, online, anywhere, 
anywhere you are with a smartphone and an internet connection. Check out the podcast, jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Have y'all ever heard Bobo impersonate Dio? God, it's good. <laughs> it gets people mad, though. Remember Bobo, how angry they got when we did that Bobo uh, Dio does Christmas? Dude, Dio fans are diehard Dio fans. Is it too early for you to find it? That's a heavy octave. Ah. Uh, what do you want him to sing? I mean, you could just sing along with this, but I mean, you match it. I, I'm I'm pretty impressed. I mean, I don't know. That's something you almost have to be like in the in the groove for. Right. You got to right. rock out. I mean, Sean would have to turn it up. You'd have to feel feel it. Can you do it? No sign of the morning comes. It's better if he covers other songs because right. I can't sing Dio like Dio, but. Let's work it later. Huh. We'll give them something to look forward to. They're serious people, man. They I, are very serious people. Ronnie James Dio fans are the hardest core fans ever. I've always been a huge fan of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, you know, the, the old English hard rock, the original English hard rock, Motorhead. I didn't realize when Ozzy left Black Sabbath, you know who their cover vocalist was? Cor- Copper. Uh, Ronnie James Dio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. For like two or three albums. Heaven and Hell, that was Ronnie James Dio. Right. And he did a stellar job. He was not Ozzy. He didn't try to be Ozzy. But he brings that with him, too, that worth in the rock and roll world. And, like, we probably really screwed up messing with this guy. Well, let's talk to Satan about it. Let's see if we're clean. Let's see if we're clear. I mean, the best way to communicate with Dio fans is through Satan, right? Satan, call 800-800-7234. Are you there? Yeah. 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 Okay. I, uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. Hey, man, Satan. Uh, Good morning. Good to hear you. Ronnie. Happy Fourth of July, Satan. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's one of my favorite holidays. A lot of, uh, a lot of missing fingers by the fifth, right? Which is okay with me. Oh, with the blown up fireworks. That's right. Yeah. Well, hey, it's a free country, man. Do what you want to do. Ronnie Dio was a serious, serious cat. And, uh, I'm sorry to say I couldn't get him down here. Yeah, he was a super. He was a super guy. Oh, you were trying to get him to hell with you, right? Okay. I thought. I mean, I thought it was just a given, mm-hmm. right? We get everybody else, but yeah, that's uh, that's just how that turned out. So, but I, I I used to talk to him a lot when he was still there on Earth. You know what? You know what Dio's favorite thing was? No, bowling. Bowling on TV. Okay. Oh, he'd like to watch bowling on TV. He loved to watch bowling on TV. He never he never turned off his ESPN two or three or four. He loved televised bowling, and he funded a lot of like you know uh, benefit bowling tournaments for people. Do you? Yeah. Love to watch the bowling. Is there a punchline I need to be waiting? No, on? it's just it's just one of those odd things. You, you don't think about it. I didn't know what it. the 4th of July and the fingers bit from a moment ago if there's a punchline here. Well, now that's the thing. And that, that's a cautionary tale from uh, your friend, the Prince of Darkness. If you ever plan to have any kind of a bowling career, mm-hmm. be careful with those fingers. Okay, thank you. Light fuse and get away. Light fuse and get away. Did you hear, Satan, as long as I have you have a question, did you see where... OnlyFans is ruining society. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
just, how are they? How are they doing that? God bless them. Denise Richards has an OnlyFans now. She's making two million a month off of. Her daughter started one, so she gets one too. Hugh Hefner's son, that is bisexual, I believe. Oh. Started an OnlyFans account against his wife's desires to fund his Pokemon card addiction. Okay. Yeah. Now that sounds like some of your work, the devil's work to me. Yeah, last 15 years or so, I, I'm getting a lot of traction out of the Pokemon thing. I uh, and I, I mean, I, I can't criticize. Uh, these people have been good for me so far. They spread like wildfire. Somebody gets into that Pokemon thing. Right. And they're totally into it. I mean, inside of eight weeks, it's worse than methamphetamine. They love their Pokemon. And they spread it, and they share it with their friends. Right. And we're glad to have them, of course. So, you know. so you're the guy behind Pokemon cards, aren't you? I'm helping. Yeah, I'm helping. Not with the artwork. I don't do that. But, you know, slogans and things. All right. Only fans. That sounds like your work, too. I'm trying to get into it. A, a lot of a lot of my devotees, we'll say, are a little nervous about it. A lot of them are, are large, large people. They're going to desensitize sex to the point where you can see your teacher, you can see your neighbor, you can see your everybody's toe naked and doing crazy things. Gigi, do you know what I'm saying? Taking showers outside. <laughs> She's stuck on that. <laughs> They're going to desensitize I mean, the, a lot. The, 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 the sun was barely up. What the hell was the guy doing out there? The sun was barely up, but you were. The moon was full. <laughs> <laughs> you guys that don't know what the hell we're talking about, you need to grab the podcast at jcwshow.com. And you can get the full show. We strip the commercials and the music out of it and pump it back out. It's free. A lot of people use it to on their commute to work because it's like two hours and 45 minutes total. Unlike other radio shows, we just don't repeat and repeat and repeat our bits and stuff for the whole hours of the show. So you can treat it like a new show throughout the week and drive with... We're getting 100,000 downloads, uh, 100,000 listeners wow. a week on the podcast. That's awesome. fun. Wow. That's quite a bit. I mean, it's nothing compared to our radio audience, but it's uh, good to see that it's finally getting some nice traction. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. Do we have any more of the stupid commercials? That we were playing earlier. Yes, we do. Oh, yes, we do. These are these are pretty funny. Now you heard the butt drugs commercial we did. Yep. Do we need to play that again, or is that is that sunk in okay? It's sunk in fine. Okay, uh, those were made by a pair of guys uh, named Rhett and Link, and they they did this for a while years ago. And these are these are ten to twelve, thirteen years old. These so they guys. grabbed funny businesses and they made commercials out of them? Well, they, they grabbed like really earnest local small businesses mm -hmm. and had contests online. And if you tell us enough about your business and we think we can make a local commercial, we'll come out and do it. And so they, uh, they put together this little gym for a, uh, a place called Roller Kingdom in Reno. It's okay. got number 15. Hey, kid, would you like some drugs? The first one is free. Want to check out my van? I got some candy. Hey, kid. Want to join our gang and spray paint under a bridge? No! No! Bug off, man. I'm going roller skating. I want to be addicted to roller skating, not crap. 
because we roller skate today, we will go to college tomorrow. I'm Brad Armstrong, owner of Roller Kingdom in Reno, Nevada, keeping your kids off the streets since 1999. I say no to drugs. I say no to gangs. I say no to unplanned pregnancy. I say no to meth. I say no to reefer. I say yes to roller skating. Yes to roller skating. And this is this is my favorite. You've probably never heard this before, but this this did the rounds among uh, a few of us some years ago. Uh, this little gym was put together uh, for a place called Red House Furniture, Red House Furniture in High Point, just outside of Greensboro, mm -hmm. North Carolina. It's cut 14. Can't we all just get along? At the Red House Furniture, we, we can. At the Red House. I'm Richard, a.k.a. Big Head. I work at the Red House, and I'm black. At the Red House. I like pumping iron and pumping furniture into people's homes. I'm Johnny, a.k.a. T-Engage. I work at the Red House, and I'm what? I like deer hunting, bass fishing, and extending credit to all people. At the Red House. I'm black, and I love the Red House. I'm white, and I love the Red House. At the Red House. Look at the sofa. It's perfect for a black person or a white person. <laughs> <laughs> Furniture. At the Red House, <laughs> where black people and white people buy furniture. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. All people. Happy, Fourth of, happy Fourth of July, everybody. My name is John Clay. Well, if you can watch us live right now, if you go to jcwshow.com, where you can also grab the podcast and like us and friend us on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, we will be right back in just a minute. John Clay Wolf Show. Show.com. The number one weekend morning show in America. JohnClayWolf.com. Mm -mm, tastes good. Hey, want more John Clay Wolf? Go to JCWShow.com for the fastest growing podcast in the U.S. Oh, yeah, we're back. Back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Thanks for making us number one. Gigi, you, who's your favorite singer? You don't play too much. You put on Stevie just for like a splash, and then you take him off. I like, know. What is that? I hear you. I hear you. I don't I... have a favorite singer. I like a lot of singers. Is Stevie but you know top what? Wait. five? My number one would be, I don't know if he counts as a singer, but definitely Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, wow. Yeah. You are the was, whitest was... black chick of all no, time. You no, live in Temecula, California. You know Temecula, why he died California. in that plane crash, right? Yeah. Because he should have been with me. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Huh. You live in Temecula, yeah. California. Temecula! Mm -hmm. Temecula! <laughs> that's right. And you're a right winger. Yes, I am. And you're a MAGA gal. And you're black. Okay, and and I found I'm you in California. at a chicken. I can be those things. And I met you at a fried chicken house. Yes, <laughs> and I took you and to a barbecue shack. joint. You did. It's just that's right, a barbecue shack in a Rolls Royce. How about that? <laughs> it's true too. That's right. We Can't drove make it up. We drove up in a Rolls Royce Wraith with white or black with red interior to a mm -hmm. little Sanford Sun barbecue shack in Palm Springs. 
I'm surprised we didn't get shot. I would have gotten shot if I hadn't been with her, thank God. Okay, I got you. If you're going to roll through the hood deep, you better have a black chick with you. That's right, I got you. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. Gigi, it is time for your favorite game show, uh, Wolfpack Jeopardy. Okay. Oh, boy. Bobo is the host. I really like this bit, too. And now... It's time to test the intellect and pop culture IQ of John Clay Wolf and the crew with Wolf Pack Jeopardy. You ready, everybody? Ready. Are you ready, John? I'm ready. All right. Let's take a look at our categories. Category one is something fishy. And we spell that P-H-I-S-H-Y, as in the band fish. Bands who specialize in extra long extended grooves. And category two, <laughs> a tale of two cup sizes. Match these celebrities with their bra sizes. Ready to play? I'm ready. All right, here comes... So something fishy, for those of y'all that don't know what that means, P-H-I-S-A... That fish is a jam groove band from the East Coast from the 90s that's kind of replaced the Grateful Dead in a sense. They they absolutely have. Category one, question one. This popular Southern rock band once recorded a 34-minute live performance of their song Mountain Jam for their 1972 album Eat a Peach. What is James' addiction? Wrong. Incorrect. I knew it. Ping. Okay, what you got, G? What is um, the Almond Brothers? That's correct, that G. Correct. Okay, because I got blonde hair too, Greg Almond, you sexy man. <laughs> Question two. This English rock group's early repertoire includes a 23 and a half minute long song called Echoes that took up the entire second side of their 1971 album, Metal. Easy. Ding, ding, ding. JD, what is Pink Floyd? That is correct. Yeah. Pink Floyd, and this this may be a little outside your league, but you uh, you Red Dirt fans will love this. This Texas-based singer-songwriter recorded a more than 13-minute live version of his signature classic, "The Road Goes On Forever and the Party Never Ends." Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Who is Robert Earl King? That is correct, John. John is on the board with 100 points each for John, GD, and JD. Category two questions. And these are, I hope these aren't too easy. This American singer, dancer, and actor sports a 34B and is married to an Academy Award winning BA, as in Ben Affleck. Who is J-Lo? That's correct, Gigi. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. This American singer, dancer, and, oh, excuse me, this Colombian American actress tops our list with a whopping 36DD cup size. No, but what is she? She's a singer? This Colombian American actress tops our list with a whopping 36 DD cup size and is best known for her role on TV's Modern Family. Oh, um, ding, ding, ding. Yes. The hot chick from Modern Family. We need a, we need a proper that noun name, her John. Name. Um, um, I, I don't ding, know. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Who is Sophia? Is it Vergara? That is correct, JD. Good All going. Right. I mean, why do you need to know her name when she looks like that? Right. right. Well, that's, that's Jeffrey. Her name is Baby. <laughs> Anytime you'd like to play tic-tac-doe or instead, we can do that, too. Here's question three. This nationally syndicated radio show co-host has a mismatched set with a double D on the right and a full-size Ooh. smaller on the left. Ding, ding, ding. Who yes. is me? <laughs> that is correct. Who is Gigi Drummond? Who is me? <laughs> is that all of them? That's all. You don't have a Dolly Parton in there? I mean, how can you do a boob singer thing without Dolly Parton? Well, you write the next one and I'll announce it. 
It'll be good. This this country music singer from the foothills of the Kentucky mountains with double Z breasts <laughs> and a fake wig has her own amusement park in Pigeon Forge. Right. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what, John? Dolly Parton. Ding, ding, ding. Very good. Very good. So wait, so wait. So wait, she's got blonde hair. I've got blonde hair. So you think when I get my enhancement done, people will get us confused? Hey, I, we need to we need to get on this. Actually, um, I know. Th- th- I mean, right? we're in, we're on in L.A. How many plastic surgeons are in L.A. that want free exposure? I was one on every Here corner. Right, right. Just go to jcwshow.com, Click contact us. Say I'll fix Gigi's boobs for the plug. This one. And we'll this do one. It. We'll do That's it. That's right. What is Dolly Parton in a swimming pool doing the backstroke? Nice, Bubba, Gigi. Wait, let's do this. Let's do this again. I don't even want to try, man. This is my Jeopardy question. (laughs) What is Dolly Parton in a swimming pool during the backstroke? What? No, keep the song on. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. No, I'm not gonna let JD do it. He's a country music aficionado. I mean, oh, you were, come on! I mean, guys, I'm trying. I mean, an, an island in the stream? Yes, not a island. Islands, plural. Oh. Oh. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. 800-800-7234. 800-800 radio. Did you guys hear that the, the big Elon Musk fight might happen, even though Elon's mommy said it may not. Yeah, may not. That. <laughs> yeah, last week the tensions grew to a new level. Elon Musk threw down the gauntlet after learning that Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg has been practicing, are you ready? Martial arts. Oh. So he's like, I can beat his ass. And of course he said, I'm up for a cage fight if he is. And then Zuckerberg says, Oh, really? Where? So he's one of he's, he's actually calling. <laughs> I thought out. it got called off. This no, is- that was his mom that said it got it's Elon Musk's mom said it got called off, but no. In fact, uh, I read that it was canceled. According to TMZ, the problem was finding a suitable location. Well, it's got to be that Vegas. might be no, even better. Cut number ten. Turley. So TMZ Sports just broke the story that Italy is interested in hosting the fight, which we believe is going to happen between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Not just Italy, Harvey. The near 2,000-year-old Roman Colosseum, which is one of the seven wonders of the world. The Minister of Culture reached out to Mark Zuckerberg a few days ago and said, we are interested in you and Elon fighting in the Colosseum. Now the question, do Elon and uh, Mark Zuckerberg want to fight? And the answer we know is yes. yes. Okay, I'm trying to digest all this. That is a great idea. Oh, God, on so many levels. But, I mean, nobody could... They, they, I mean, the, the old gazillion... Um, I mean, the, the Coliseum couldn't hold the crowd, so it would have to just be all TV and just a little bit of people. Pay-per-view. Who wouldn't watch this? This will be the event of... Yeah. When, I mean, what's bigger? Forever. And here's what a lot of people aren't talking about. The, Mark Zuckerberg has been practicing jujitsu for a little while now, by which I mean a couple of years. He can do the Murph Challenge. Have you heard of this? No. You run a mile, do like 100 push-ups, 200 pull-ups. He did the whole thing in 40 minutes, which, you know, athletes say is an incredible feat. Elon Musk could whip his ass with a beer in his left hand and just fight him with his right. He is a full two feet taller, mm-hmm. almost, and he's got 80 pounds on him. 
dude, though. You get a little wiry guy. I talked to... So his lawyer is a good friend of mine, Zucks. Oh, yeah. Real personal lawyer. And I was texting with him yesterday. And uh, he did say he thinks he, that he's trying to talk him into it. They so, could do a lot of good if they made this I was like, like is this a, thing a hoax? Is it a joke or is it real? Because yeah. if it's real, we're going. And, I mean, I, I want to go with him because he's got the good seats because he's sure. his lawyer. Make a and, hell of a charity event. Hell with charity. We're having a death match, dude. Yeah, when you say I mean, we, that means us. But they don't need that the money. all of us. <laughs> the world cheered when Zuck got knocked out. <laughs> I mean, you know Iron Man is going to win. Of course. He has to. He has to. What if you got to get a director. What if Elon loses? Producer. Oh. It'll be the death of Twitter. That'll be, yeah, that'll be very sad for the world. We want, everyone wants Elon to win. Tesla Everybody. will lose billions in stock value. Nobody likes Zuckerberg. <laughs> People love these these little this celebrity is, matches. Does though. Bud Light come back from this lull? Do these Bud Light haters, do they forget about it after the news cycle's over and they start drinking their favorite beer again? I don't know. So much They damage. never stopped. The only person That's I knew who was like a full-time adamant Bud Light drinker is my next-door neighbor who nearly died, and so he doesn't drink Bud Light anymore. He's like, he's a, he's a what's the word? Totally recovered alcoholic. I guess. Recovering alcoholic. He right. hasn't had a drink in 12 weeks. I have a friend that is a distributor. The guy that sends it all to the package stores and the bars and everything else. So so the fa- the brewery sends it to them. You own a distributorship of his own. And he's a Bud and AB Anheuser-Busch distributor. He said they're suing the factory over this. All the huh. distributors. Because their sales are down over 25%. It's not, Gigi, they didn't, they really did stop. Oh, wow. Beer is an image thing. They work so hard to make their image. And when you destroy that, uh, guys want to stand around a bar drinking a Bud Light? No. You just don't. Grab a Coors. Or a natural light. Or a natural light. I, I mean, it's a beer, but it's not even in a can when you're in a bar. They pour it in a glass, yeah. right? Long no? necks, baby. Long That's necks. what they could do. And then, oh, long neck and, and then Garth, my hand. Garth Brooks starts crying on stage because everybody starts booing him over his Bud Light support his stance at his bar in nashville we're gonna serve all beers because we want all people okay well that's fine except nobody was gonna come to your bar now <laughs> even your people are booing you kid rocks bar in nashville is the best one one of the very best ones on, there? on broadway oh yeah really so fun huh. it's awesome what's it what's special it's just, about it, it? it's just i don't know it's, you know that kid rock vibe that he yeah. has his concerts and that fun go and list party deal it no, rolls no, the whole time in his Big ass bar, and they've got these people walking through the tables with like electric fiddles and jamming to Kid Rock. Cool. They have Kid Rock cover bands, <laughs> so they're playing Kid Rock music. It's great, and they're good at it. I mean, obviously, Kid Rock can't play in his bar every night, no. but no, it, it's this is a hell of a How plug big for is this place. Kid, it's uh, probably seven, eight thousand, ten thousand, twelve thousand square feet. Okay, big. Kid Rock's bar in Nashville. Do it. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. It is the 4th of July weekend. So is anybody going to work Monday? Yes. Yes? Yes. Yes. I am. I am. Tuesday. All right. And then everybody's hung over Wednesday and not worth a damn. We'll be right back. We may not look like it. Listening. We are actually kind of hip. To the John Clay Wolf Show. God damn it! Why 
Why does it have to be so loud? And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call John. Toll free. 1-800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. Football season is coming up. This is the dead low of sports right now. Yeah. Basketball's over. Baseball's in the middle. Football is on tap, but not yet. I've got a friend that you guys have met before. He's Patrick Mahomes' personal quarterback coach. Oh, okay, yeah. And he's on the phone. I asked him to call in and tell me who's what's hot and what's not this year. Jeff Christensen, good morning. Are you there? Jeff, can you hear me? Yeah. How are you this morning? You working out kids, throwing balls, teaching them how to be yeah. the next Brett Favre's? Brett Ferrara? Ferrara. Jeff J- Jeff coaches Quinn Ewers, Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes, all these guys. Who's the one that you said you've had since he was twelve years old, and now he's he's really good. He, he's made it through. He went through Penn State, but he's did he go to the draft this year? Aiden O'Connell, Purdue. Yeah, no, yeah, he's he's uh, down at the Raiders. Okay, now, that, that was the bad from Purdue, and you started with this kid when he was twelve. Hundred and. 18-pound, 12-year-old, yeah. And at what time in this journey with him did you know you had something? Um, you, you don't know early. I mean, I, I thought I thought he, would be, he had a chance to be good. He was growing so fast that it was like he had all kinds of growth issues and leg issues and so on and so forth, like a newborn deer. But his fingers and his arm was always pretty good. He spun it pretty good. He set the ball pretty good. So I knew he had a chance, but I just I didn't know what his work ethic was and what his desire was. And then here we are, twelve years later, and he's probably been with me eight hundred and seventy-five days. Mm-hmm. We figured out mm-hmm. every free every free moment he had, he just came and got good. So he he has he has the it factor, the work ethic factor. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I knew for sure when he was 17. I was going to ask. Didn't, he, uh, didn't play, he, he didn't play his junior year in high school because he got beat out by a guy who ran 4-5. Uh-huh. And they liked to run the quarterback. So he didn't even play as a junior. He sat on the bench. So, so but but by the time he was 17, with his growth issues over, his, his bones started to calm down and match up and everything started working right? Or did it take longer than that? Yeah, no, he... he uh, yeah, he, he he could always throw it, but then you know it takes a lot of breaks. You got to pick the right college. You got to you know. So I talked to Jeff Brom at Purdue and convinced him to take him. And and uh, as a hundred and eighty-two pound walk-on, he started seventh string. It's a it's a great story. I had no idea. I'm like, um, keep, keep telling it. I'm enjoying listening to. It. So this is well, what what's the kid's name again? Aiden O'Connell. And he doesn't start his junior year. He, walk, he, he walks on at Purdue, walks on. Please let me be on the team. And then yeah. what What happened he, from there? He's seventh string, so I asked Brom, I said, please take him. He's a great person. If you don't like what you see at the end of the, at January, we'll get him out. Every January I ask if you want me to take him off the team and put him somewhere else. 
but if you like him, you know, just be honest, and if he improves, maybe you keep him. Mm-hmm. So every year I went back, and every year I said, no, I like him. Second year, no, I really like him. Third year, I'm putting him on scholarship. Okay. But the funny, the funny story of all is he walks into the very first meeting with the team, and there are NCAA rules, and there are uh, they're only allowed 110 kids in the, in the meeting by rule. Okay. There were 112 kids in the room, and they said, "Okay, we're old. We got two kids. We had two too many kids. Uh, all walk-ons, please stand up." Mm-hmm. All the walk-ons stood up. And uh, the, one of the coaches said, uh, O'Connell and you, uh, go sit in the hallway. <laughs> so the very first meeting, he had to go out like detention and get kicked off the team for 90 minutes for the opening meeting of the year, get embarrassed, whatever, right. and go sit in the hallway. And so, that's how his career started at, at Purdue. And then when did he get his chance at Purdue? Because I know Purdue, I mean, he was playing the last two years at Purdue, right? Yeah, the third year, um, when he got put on scholarship, he was third string. And him and David Blau, who's now with uh, Arizona Cardinals, were very close. And Sindelar got hurt, uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he got moved up. He was fourth string, got moved up to third string. And then they brought in Jack Plummer, and then he was good also. So he was always third stringish, mm-hmm. travel team on scholarship, um, and then Plummer got hurt, and he went in the first game. First game he played, and he won. He came from behind and won the game. Then they went to Northwestern, and he was um, in the second half. He was 16 for 20 and two, uh, three touchdowns, and they came from behind and beat Northwestern, and that was kind of his. Um, indoctrination into uh, becoming a great quarterback. And the next year, Plummer still started. And then after four games, um, they weren't scoring a lot. So Aiden came in against Notre Dame, threw some really good balls. And this game he started and then took it from there. And what did he, where did he go in the draft this year? Uh, the, the fourth round for the Raiders. Right. So he's still... He's very celebrated, but he still has a little bit of underdog on him. He's, he wasn't the man. But you told me in, when we're hanging out personally that you think he is the man. And it'll show, well, he, it'll yeah, show in the he, next he, few years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, his discipline, work ethic, his accuracy, his vision, his moxie, his savvy, his toughness, his leadership of other people. Um, he just he's top shelf in all categories. Has a tremendous, tremendous family. Well, Mahomes is as arguably the best. Mahomes is arguably the best. As, as, as God would have it, his his oldest brother uh, died this year of a massive heart attack. Um, tragic. Aiden O'Connell from Purdue. We're talking to Jeff Christensen. Um, right. A. Uh, so his, bro- his brother died of a heart attack, the uh, oldest brother who I was very close with. It was tragic. And four days later, he played against Indiana and won the game, and they went to the Big Ten Championship, and uh, the rest is kind of history. So, real quick, I'm, I'm running out of time, but Mahomes, didn't he have kind of an underdog story as well? Pat was a free safety as a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
the starter, who is now one of his best friends on the planet, got hurt. And uh, so then um, he came in, played pretty good, and uh, as a sophomore, I believe it was. And uh, he was a, you know, he was he was basically concentrating on being a pitcher. Mm-hmm. He could throw ninety-seven. He could throw ninety-seven. But until the young man got hurt ahead of him, um, he was uh, playing free safety. <laughs> so yeah. And did he walk on it? You know, what, 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 what I found, no, what I, no, he was a scholarship. But what I found with all these kids, John, it's real simple. In the era of I can't compete and beat somebody out, and I want to transfer and switch schools. Now it's all the way down to grade school and high school. Where parents are selling houses and. These kids that compete and go through a, a tough time and get off the mat and just keep grinding and working, mm-hmm. they're always going to be the winner in the end. You know, it's tough. It's tough. It's supposed to be tough. You know, right? But the workers, the workers are always going to win, and the ones that think that they're five stars are probably are about three stars. They're always going to lose. That's just how it works. <laughs> and there's the rest of the story, ladies and gentlemen. That kind of goes with everything, doesn't it? Yep, kind of yeah. like life. Right. Well, cool, man. We will see you tomorrow morning. I'm going to bring Nolan over to work out with you guys. I appreciate the offer. And uh, what's the name of your camp? Throwitdeep.com. Mm-hmm. Based out of Chicago, but you got you opened one in Phoenix last year, and you're uh, working on Texas more now. You do the one-on-one stuff in the in, but you should, yeah. Anyway, he, um, if you got a kid in I your do life, large group, small group, and I do some large group, small group, and one-on-one. If you want to um, get your kid with the best quarterback training coach in the United States, go to throwitdeep.com. Jeff Christensen, talk to you soon. See you in the morning. See you, bud. Thanks. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. It is the 4th of July weekend. How the hell are you? Remember, the studio cams are working. If you want to go to JCW, that's like John Clay Wolf. JCW show or just johnclaywolf.com click uh, view and you can hear it and, and watch it the show right now on our page the lightning round's coming up where I bid the cars online 800-800-7234 is a call in number give me year make model miles year make model miles average rough or clean and call me right now during this break at 800-800-7234 800-800-RADIO and I'll bid your car. We'll buy it. And if car, it's on behalf of America's Best Car Buyer, give me the VIN, like VIN number, give me the VIN.com. And if we don't beat a CarMax off, we'll send you a check for $100. It's just that simple. That's how much we believe in what we do. At give me the VIN.com. But call me now. I want to hear from you. 800-800-7234. Be right back. We may not look like it. Listening. We are actually kind of hip. To the John Clay Wolf Show. Why does it have to be so loud? And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where I bid people's cars real fast. On behalf of GiveMeTheVin.com, you can go to GiveMeTheVin.com and sell us your car right now. Load it up. It'll do the same thing automatically with the computer and the buyers that I'm doing on the air. Uh, Scott, 09 Mustang GT with a glass roof, 24,000 miles. So a glass roof just means a sunroof, right? No, not at all. 
What's it mean? It's a totally glass roof. Okay, I need to see pictures of that one. That one's going to be too hard to build on the radio. Go to gimmethevin.com, take pictures of all of it, and explain how it is, how you did it and what it is so we can bid it properly. Uh, Jonathan, 04 BMW wagon with a buck, uh, 130,000 miles on it. Um, is it leaking any oil? It is a German, over 100,000 miles. <laughs> uh, it doesn't leak any oil. Uh, so this is an 04. It's actually the very, fa- the very last year of the E46 body. I think later $1,500, $1,500, $1,500. Uh, Robert in El Paso, 14 Challenger with no miles on it, but it's a six-cylinder. Yes. I wish you'd have gotten an eight-cylinder. 2014 Dodge Challenger with uh, 3,400 3, miles. 17 grand is my guess. Jerry, 09 Lexus GX 300 Lexus, 150,000 miles. Um, if it's nice, I'm 11 grand. 11 grand? Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, hundred fifty thousand miles. I mean, it's just, it's just, y'all are y'all. I mean, junk is junk. It's not junk, but it's it's got hundred fifty thousand miles on it. Remember, these things don't run forever. They have a shelf life, and at the end of them, you throw them in a trash can, melt them down, and sell them to the scrapper. That thing's got, you know, it all depends on how it works out. But I mean, you lose the motor, you lose the tranny, and what have you got? You got a Lexus emblem. Justice, a fifteen Nissan Versa, seventy-two thousand miles. Yes, sir. Uh, 15 with 72 verses sound like six grand to me. Six, seven. Is that right? That sounds good. Go to givemethevin.com and load it up. All right. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Steve in Tennessee. Hi, I have a Dolly Parton joke. I don't have a car to sell. Okay, I like a Dolly Parton joke. Go ahead. What do you call the sweat between Dolly Parton's boobs? Oh, it's not islands in the stream. Is it like Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew, you got it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. How much time we got left? We out? Oh, I'm out of time. Be right back. We're going to play a song. Coming back with Mail from Jail and the world's largest son of a bitch this 4th of July weekend. Good morning, Los Angeles. Good morning, San Diego. Good morning, Las Vegas. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. This is John Clay Wolf. Be right back. Show. Get a haircut, buttercup! America's largest weekend morning show, 800 800 Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to The John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up, 800 800 Radio. I was reading last night about this fellow named Rob Wayne. Did you know that Bill Gates, not Bill Gates, Steve Jobs and Wozniak had a third partner? Huh. No. Named Rob Wayne. And he was more business like Jobs. You know, Wozniak was the developer of the Apple computer and, and Jobs was kind of the salesman. And this guy got into it and realized that he had these two kids as a partner that were loosey-goosey. And this said, the guy's like, well, I have a house, I have a kid, I have a little bit of money, I have a car, they have nothing. And when this thing gets sideways, if something goes wrong, the only people that are going to get sued is me. So he 
three weeks into the relationship, after they filed the documents, he owned 10% of the company of Apple Computer. He sold it back to Wozniak and Jobs for $800. Oh, God. Fool. <laughs> Today, it would be worth $300 billion. Yeah. Cool. Life's decisions. Life's decisions. Mm-hmm. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Gigi, I want to talk with you about affirmative action Thing oh, I knew you were going to go there. We're, I'm, of course I'm going to go there. It's worldwide <sighs> news, but I don't want to do it right now. I want to do the world's largest son of a bitch this 4th of July weekend. You don't have it? I have it. I just don't where I put it. Oh, that's good. No more food for you. <laughs> no more steaks. We're taking that steak back. And we're taking your corn dogs, too. Yeah, like I really have lost it. Like, I don't know where... Okay, then we can go. We can just move on to mail from jail. Johnny Cash, will you, will you channel down here from heaven, please? Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Johnny. This is where people go to jcwshow.com, click um, contact us, and send us snail mail from prison. And Johnny Cash comes down from heaven and reads it. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. John, this week's letter comes from what I think you'll agree is a, an odd individual. It reads, hi, everybody. My name's Bill, and I'm a big-time fan of your program. GG, your sweet voice coming through those airwaves gives me goosebumps, baby. Ooh. Hotcha, hotcha, hotcha. Hotcha. That's what it says right here. <laughs> hotcha. And John, I really respect your story, and I want to build an empire just like you have. I think it's every man's dream. I might be locked down right now, but my mind is still free. When I get out, I'm going to put it in motion. All right. Anyways, I'm doing 20 years for manufacture and distribution of methamphetamine. But I was just trying to get by, and I happened to know a lot of people that smoked meth mm-hmm. at the time. Opportunity is your future. Do the crime, do the time, right? Right, right, right. Anyway, I used to also eat a lot of really hot peppers on the outside. That's what I miss most here in the joint. I can hardly get them here now because nobody wants to chance smuggling the world's hottest peppers in there. Uh, where you, you know. <laughs> where is this guy? What jail do we know? Lake Correctional, Claremont, Florida. Mm -hmm. You can get almost high from eating those hot peppers. Not as cool as crystal meth, but still it is a mind-altering experience. And I've asked the guards to pepper spray my food, but they won't do it. I think I'll keep a stash of snacks, and the next time it gets crazy in here and the guards break out the pepper spray, I'll run out and see if I can catch it and experience that high once again. Maybe, after all, I do have an addictive personality. Anyways, I love the show, man. Send me some money if you think I'm funny. Ha ha. And don't forget the habaneros. <laughs> Your friend, Wild Bill, Lake Correctional, Claremont, Florida. Thank you, Wild Bill, Lake Correctional, Claremont, Florida. We're here for you. Peppers. Peppers. Did we find the greatest son of a bitch? Yeah, we've got him, but they won't transfer over, so I'm going to have to play him in real time off the... Uh... Off the drive. Hold on a second. TMI, but that's fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Come on, stop. This thing's acting weird because I'm doing something wrong here. There we are. Okay. Oh, okay. Of well, course. You tell me when it's ready. Next segment. We're not going to do it now. Okay. We've made a big enough mess, and you're going to be hungry. Yep. And we just don't need to keep going. <laughs> if y'all... <laughs> just <laughs> effing with his food. Right. Just take his food away. Turley is uh, on vacation in Florida. It's a work vacation, actually. Because uh, we have a lot of offices in Florida, and he's down there visiting some of our managers and our buyers in Florida, and took the family 
on a 4th of July week in Florida. That's why he's not running the board today. And DJ Sean, who's the engineer, he knows engineering real well, but he's he's a little rusty on the board. 800-800-7234-800-800. Bobby, you remember when I used to run the board? I miss running the board. It's been a long time, man. I mean, it's been you a... run the board? And Uh-oh. when we started, gosh, I ran the board for about four years. The control board on the radio wow. show. Yeah, it's fun. Bobo did it some. I did it some. We learned how to do it. Oh, it's been a long time. The old, uh, the old Radio Shack special, man. Right, right, That's right. That's before right. we had an actual, like, soundboard, soundboard. So, Gigi, what do you think about the affirmative action announcement this weekend, or this week, that uh, white, black, Latino, or other is not a checkbox on a college application? I mean, here's the thing that people are forgetting about. Affirmative action, just it doesn't just uh, defer to race. It also includes women and uh, handicapped people and things like that. So, let me breathe. Oh, you're, you you don't like it? You're upset about it? I'm 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 kind of in I'm I'm in the middle, but I have some very strong views that that make people angry, make black people angry, make white people angry. So I just kind of be quiet. No, about let's it. hear them. That's what we're here for. We're here okay. to make everybody angry. Okay. Well, here we go. All right. First of all, I don't see what the big deal is and why people are so thin-skinned. People are saying like, oh, well, they got in because of race. They don't get in because of race. They get in because of, of their worth and their merit, and race plays a factor. So it plays a factor in that if you come from a lower socioeconomic status or background and you don't have access to certain things, then we kind of have to account for that. Okay. Having said that, oh gosh, that's fine. We talked about this last night, and I said, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be quiet. I'm not gonna say anything because everybody's gonna be mad at me, right? Why? Because people are too thin-skinned. That's why. But that's a different subject. But so back to affirmative action. I went to a historically black college. Right. They have HBCs that are on par with every every other school. That are some of them even better than the other schools. And I mean, I support HBCs. And I say I didn't I didn't need affirmative action to get into those, but I needed the opportunity. Only thing affirmative action does is provide the opportunity. Once you get there, you still have to do the work. Right. You still have to you still have to be on par with everybody else. They're not passing you. Nobody passed me in my master's program from the white school because I was black. I mean I still am black, but I'm oh, good. I didn't, I'm, I'm, so I I'm 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 kind of it's like sour grapes. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. see people benefiting from something that have been, and these people and women and minorities and, and handicapped people and so on and so forth, because the law said, hey, we have to make allowances and exceptions. You're over there with your mouth poked out. Get some place and sit down. So, I mean, that's my attitude. They're dismantling everything that, that, that made things equal and fair. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so, so I understand affirmative action. But, but like from my, my, my point of view, um, the selfish point of view, yes. University of Texas in Texas is a place where a lot of kids want to go to college. Okay. My kids will never get in there because they're white and they're not top 10%. Now, okay. they might, now they might. So now they, okay. But look at all the other schools they could go to. 
I hear Look you. at all the other opportunities they have. And, and you know, people are saying, well, they can't go to this school because of affirmative action. What about the other schools? What about those things? What about the people who are smart and were never given the opportunity, never given the chance to even be a part of that, James Meredith? And what schools? Was Mississippi that he integrated and so on and so forth? I mean, people had to fight for the right just to be educated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like we're... we're we're taking away things because you have a group of people who were sitting on the sidelines with their mouth poked out saying, yeah, you know, we have opportunities, but we want the opportunities that you have. And that's not okay. So once you get there, Clarence Thomas, affirmative action, whatever, <laughs> once you get there, you still have to do the work. You still have to put in the effort. And a lot of times when you're a minority, such as myself, right. you have to work 250% just to be considered average. And that's my reality. We heard so. what that quarterback coach said a minute ago. He said all the great ones are the ones that work too hard. Oh, well, I mean, I didn't know I was great, but okay, I'll take it. Well, I mean, but I mean, it's just so, I mean, that, that just falls in every thing. And I mean, what if they did uh, affirmative action in the NFL or NBA? Then there would be no... <laughs> then it wouldn't be any good. Nobody watched. They would have to do affirmative action for... You know what I mean? For, for I don't know. I, I can't even make that comparison. You know what I mean? That's like apples to oranges and grapes and so on and so forth. I think affirmative action was necessary to give people the opportunity. And people have been denied the opportunity for so long just because they're black. I mean, if you look at an application and the name on the application is Ticonderoga something, you're going to be like, ooh, she's a black girl. I don't know about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if it's Jane Smith, oh, come on, Jane. Come on, girl. You know what I mean? So, Not at UT. Well, what's it like at UT? You just—it's just so hard to get in because it's so minority packed, and just the, James Smith and Marilyn Smith are not going to get in unless they're at the top, top, top of their game. Okay, well, so tell your kids when they want to go to UT, only thing they have to to say in today's climate is that they identify as being African American. Okay. That's what okay. I should have done. I'm really not talking about my kids. I'm talking about me. I didn't get into UT. Or you. Okay. Well, you can go back. So and you what identify. can I identify as? As African American. Hey, Pre-K. What's going down? Do you identify as African American? Do I identify as what? African American. Uh, I no, I check that box. No. Okay. Usually. If I did, do you think that, it, that they would frown on me? But then again, I mean, if affirmative action gonna get me some some cool stuff, I mean. Then what? Holla back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll start checking some boxes. Will you take us out to commercial break and give a uh, our sponsor, give me the Venom plug? A show, man. We'll be right back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show, brought to you by America's best car buyer. Give me the Vin.com, baby. Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast. The John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up. 800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. 
Lisa, we're going to do the greatest son of a bitch here. We're going to do You Just Lost a Listener here. What else are we going to do? Depends on what you'd like to do, oh, John. Thanks. Okay. I don't really know. We have uh, we have the FedEx trucks that have cut miles on their... Uh, so that's a weird one. That's so a weird Federal story. Federal Express wholesales their fleet through a company called Holman Automotive. And I've seen Holman Automotive in the wholesale world for years. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge lawsuit going on that's claiming that Federal Express and Holman have been rolling back the odometers on their fleet vehicles for years, and it is labeled as the uh, could be the largest odometer fraud scheme in U.S. history. I have trouble believing this because those guys make too much money at FedEx, and why in the hell would they cut miles on their truck? I mean, it's a federal law, but I mean, we have audio it's, from it's all over the news, so it must have been vetted. Tom Lehman, he's a used truck dealer. He actually discovered the fraud and is talking about what he found. Cut number eight. Over the last several years, I've noticed that some of the commercial trucks that have been going through my dealership had uh, issues with the odometers. The FedEx contractor contacted me and said, hey, what are you trying to pull here? And I said, what's wrong? And he said, I took this into Freightliner and had the vehicle hooked up to their computer, and it has over 400,000 miles, and your odometer says 180,000 miles. Uh, Oops. uh, Wow. So that's a one-off, but is there a claim that there's a this is a pattern? They, they, they say it's thousands of trucks that have gone through the auctions over the years that have this has happened to. Could this guy be trying to make a name for himself? I mean, what, what motivation if it's not true? I'm with you, John. FedEx has got way too much money. Way to be, too much to lose. To be, yeah, to lose. To be cutting miles on trucks, really? I mean, what do they do to their airplanes if they do this to the trucks? No, no don't start that. Don't we, start that? Don't do that. We hate to settle for we don't know yet, but the, I mean, the baseline of that story is FedEx was named in a lawsuit. Lawsuit. So anybody can all. sue anybody for anything. That's true. Right. Anybody that. can sue anybody for anything. Want to hear something funny instead? Yes. How about some Richard Pryor from the mid-70s, the late, great Richard Pryor, one of the best, and he's talking about some things that winos are afraid of and how unafraid they are of other stuff that might scare the hell out of other folks. Got number two. Winos never get afraid of nothing but running out of wine. That's the only thing that panic a wino. Wino could deal with Dracula. Right, anybody. Hey, man! Say, you with the cake! What you doing picking in them people's window? What's your name, boy? Dracula? What kind of name is that for? Where you from, fool? Transylvania. I know where it is. You ain't the smartest in the world, you know, even though you is the ugliest. Why don't you go get you an offer Donna's? That's a dinner, you know, huh? You got to be home before the sun come up. You ain't lying, See your ass in the day, you got to get arrested. You want to suck what? You some kind of freak, boy? A ugly freak? You ain't sucking nothing here, Junior. Suck your ass on away from here, what you better do. <laughs> Wanna suck some blood, go down to the blood bank. <laughs> Hope you get sick of cell. <laughs> Unparalleled, man. He's so great. Oh, he's so great. He was great. <laughs> you just lost a listener. 
I have I never hear these until y'all air them. Is it good or is it dumb? These are fun. These this is they're actually good ones. These are people that write in. It started a while back. It did. And you know most radio shows are trying to build more audience, and we like hearing about the ones that are angry and say that you just lost a listener. You just lost a listener. And this one needs a little prep. During last week's flashback segment, we listened to some game show bloopers. We thought that we thought they were funny. And here's this one actually came from an episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire from way back in 2011. And uh, this, this is the beginning of that. Though most planets are named after Roman deities, what is the only one named for a figure in Greek mythology? Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus. Jupiter is Roman, I believe. I can't even put a finger on Uranus. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You're going to cut that out. Which we thought was funny. We did. We did. Funny. I didn't think it was funny. Herbert, Herbert did not think it was funny. Herbert's from Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm sorry, you guys don't have any idea what you're talking about. This silly humor about Uranus is sophomoric at best. First of all, it's not even pronounced Uranus. It's pronounced Uranus. That's mm. what he's saying. If you guys had any idea of the pure awesomeness and beauty of Uranus, you wouldn't see You'd have nothing but respect for it. <laughs> I have dedicated my life to studying the magnificent planets and such as Uranus, and I feel so passionate about it that I have to say your disrespect is upsetting. You have lost a listener in Raleigh, North Carolina, Herbert Sherpin. Herbert, we're so you sorry. You just lost a listener. Sorry about that. Now, now, of course, we think that's funny. That being said, Bobo has a collection of what he thinks are pretty good jokes regarding the same topic. Yes, yeah, Bob. It's nothing funny about Uranus. No, not at all. J.D. Ryan. No, there's not. That being said, I've got these jokes that I think are pretty good. <laughs> it's a beautiful planet. Okay. Where'd you get these? Uh, I actually got uh, some help with the AI helped me write these. What? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I tried, and these these are actually not bad. Now I had to go through about a hundred different ones to, find to get these. Okay, uh, what's the first thing socialists would do if they ruled the solar system? Hmm. Don't they know. would rename Uranus to Uranus. There you are. I know. If men are from Mars and women are from Venus, where are all the other genders from? They were pulled from Uranus. Dad jokes. Did you know that scientists have named the core of Uranus? No, what is it? It's called Eurectum. Us. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> this is my favorite one, because I'm a geek. Okay. How is toilet paper similar to the Starship Enterprise? I don't know. How is toilet paper similar to the Starship Enterprise? It circles Uranus looking for Klingons. Mm. That's a good that's a good one. <laughs> and during a routine medical checkup, Ted asked his doctor, do you think I'll live a long and healthy life? The doctor replied, I doubt it somehow. Mercury's in Uranus right now. Mm. Ted said, I don't go for any end of that astrology nonsense. The doctor replied, neither do I, but my thermometer just broke. <laughs> Good. Mercury's okay. circling Uranus I get it, right now. Hey, I see where Rush Limbaugh is trying to come in. Do you have the Rush intro music? He wanted to comment on a... This affirmative action thing. Rush Limbaugh, good morning, coming down from the heavens. The EIB network. John? Yes? Oh, thank God, thank God you called. Listen, I'm a, 
I'm a little embarrassed, but I, I'm 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 out of uh, I'm out of money for the red box up here. The red box, the video box. Yeah, that's how you watch movies. Right? Okay, you still have red box, don't you? No. Holy God, what do you do? I don't know. You stream. You stream everything. Huh? Yeah, you don't have it. So I hear there's a uh, there's a landmark uh, Supreme Court uh, ruling. Yeah, they, so they've 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 actually finally dished affirmative action. Well, not the entire thing. I think it was just in college applications and acceptances. Oh, just for college admissions. Right. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I get, I got, listen, go with me here. But on a Democratic president. Well, sure. Listen, the Supreme Court's the Supreme Court. You can't fight City Hall, after all. But it's, a, I, you know, college admission is, is a zero-sum game. Okay. Whatever reason you, you use race, gender, ethnicity to let somebody in, that's somebody else that won't get in. And in high prestigious colleges, this came from a lawsuit at uh, uh, Harvard? Yes. Thank God. Not a, not a Yale, man. If you have a whole culture, you know, we talk about systemic racism. And since the 1960s, we're allowing some people to get not a free pass, but a little more profile in getting into college than others. Okay. What about the others that didn't get that? Is is that not just a little discriminatory? But luckily, it's just college admissions. Right. You can still sell dope. You can still stand in line at the Taco Bell or Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. We have one of those here. In heaven. The red box is right outside the Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. <laughs> Great it would be. But that's heaven. Russ is getting Rush Rush is getting old. I that's know. heaven for you. It's like talking to Grandpa Rush. He's losing his edge. Rush taking a fresh copy of Apocalypse Now. Right. Oh my God. That's all we need. That's it. So uh, calm down, children. Rush, can you get senility in heaven? I but, 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 but probably. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Right. It's easier to get senility than it is to get a finger on Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rush Limbaugh. It's always good to hear from old Rush. 800-800-7234-800-800 radio is the call, and we're going to lose a lot of people right now in the time zone. Jump. Go to jcwshow.com. Click listen live on the stream or click listen and view live on the stream. The podcast goes up at 2 o'clock this afternoon. This is brought to you by America's best car buyer, GiveMeTheVin.com. If GiveMeTheVin does not beat your written CarMax offer, they'll send you a check for $100. Be right back. I'm wasting all my time, time. When you're standing oh so near I kind of lose my mind You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show The guy's a blackout drunk 800-800-RADIO Yo, give me the VIN Hey, want more John Clay Wolf? Who are you as wife? Who are you as mother? Go to jcwshow.com For the fastest growing podcast in the U.S. Radio Studios It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show Call John, toll free Cheap bastards 1-800-800-RADIO And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com Or johnclaywolf.com Good morning, Denver, Colorado Our guy up in Denver, Corey Larson He took his kid to the One Direction concert at Red Rocks Oh yeah And he goes to Red Rocks a couple times a year And they got pounded with hail and Red Rocks, from what he said, is not a good place to get pounded with hail. No, it's thirty minute walk to your car, right. man. They were hiding under a like a rock that has a little cliff to it, a little overhang. He said it was just a massacre. I mean, not it's a massacre, man. Did you read about it? I, I yes. Didn't, okay, it's horrendous. Corey was there. I saw a video. 
Yeah, that's that's hearts go out to you guys in Denver that were there at Red Rocks during that hailstorm. Jesus, Denver's the worst place for hail in the country. Out of all the places we buy cars for Give Me the Vin, it's like Denver has the worst hail problems. It's odd. You'd think Oklahoma or Texas, but Denver. Is it the altitude? I have no idea. Because they're falling from so JD, nearby. You're a, we- you're a weatherman, do you know? I don't really know why. <clears throat> uh, Colorado's worse than you would think Oklahoma would be positively the worst being in Tornado Alley, but I'm not sure why Colorado, but you're right, man. Cars come from Colorado all the time. You ask, yeah, we got a little, that and rust. <laughs> we got rust and hail. So <laughs> I had a car dealership, Vernon Auto Group in little small town Vernon, Texas. And when I bought that place, there was one car that was new that was two years old, maybe three. It was a PT Cruiser convertible turbo. <laughs> And like when I bought the dealership from this guy, Jim Christianelli, this car was, I mean, it was three. It was already three model years old. He had never sold it. But it's new. It's not used. Um, that's hard to sell, by the way. What do you, yeah, what do you what do? What do you do? A three-year-old car. And, and that, that crazy Dracula story with uh, Richard Pryor, only thing wine hoses are afraid of is running out of wine and it turns into Dracula. This is really, this is really a story of there's an ass for every seat. So... In the hail, this car had been hailed on twice <laughs> and repaired twice. It sat out there at the lot so long. So I had the place for two more years, and we still had it. So this car was five model years old. It was $28,000 MSRP as a Chrysler PT Cruiser. Nobody cared. Nobody wanted Chrysler PT Cruiser, if you remember, when it was over, nobody cared. It was just, who cares? And this was an expensive yeah. one. And I remember an old man telling me one day, there's an ass for every seat. There's an ass for every seat. One day, some guy's going to come walking down the street and ask you how much that damn PT Cruiser is, and it'll sell. That's really a bad theory, by the way. You need to be more timely with your inventory. (laughs) Don't take this as an aspiring thing to sit on junk that you can't get rid of. But sure enough, salesman walks up to the desk with a deal. Guy's walking not riding a bus, not bicycle, walking down the street past the dealership. Car's five years old, been held on twice, repaired twice, and asked, how much is the PT Cruiser? Sticker on it's 28000 I mean, what would we have taken it for it? 12? 12, maybe. 15? What would you give for it is the question. Right. We, we were scared to price it. <laughs> We'd forgotten about it. And he, he asked the great question, well, we're really wanting to sell cars today, and what would you give for it? And the guy said, I'll give you twenty five grand for it. Jeez. Let me ask my manager. Right. I, think yeah. they, <laughs> I think they bumped him up to 26 and a half. Okay. Of course. Of course they did. And, and that's the early so, touring convertible so the, edition. Yeah, so the next problem wow. is a bank to finance it at that price, because nobody's going to want to finance it. There's already been final pay on the car. It's barely even a new car, but it's legally still a new car. And sure enough, guess how he paid for it? Wrote a check. Okay. He's one of those. There is an ass for every seat. That is an ass. Isn't that crazy? I'm so inspired, though, but look at what you're saying, okay? One day, someone's going to be walking past me and say, I want her. One day, you're going to be on a Popeye's chicken commercial. And somebody's going to see it. 
and they're going to there's track an you. ass for every seat that means there's a man for me <laughs> there's a man for every ass exactly <laughs> exactly thank you for that inspiration absolutely that is a very odd way to be mm-hmm. inspired but i'm glad that you found something positive out of it <laughs> yes i have thank you and, and there's another guy that walked around the streets in vernon texas and his name was boxhead Bob. He walked around with a box on his head. Do you remember that person, yes. Bobo? Yes. And he was very aggressive. Like very. he walked up to try to talk to Boxhead. Almost like the guy on the Bill Cosby cartoon that had the thing over his head with the holes in it. Yes. He had a box over his head with eye holes in it. And if you want to ask him why, he would get he'd, aggressive. He'd try to kill you. Yeah. He'd turn into the <laughs> he'd turn into the Boo Radley of Vernon, Texas. Yeah. He, he'd, he'd been taken in like countless times, you know, for little incidents that had. Didn't he ride a lawnmower around town? I think Sometimes so. too. Yeah. Oh, here comes Boxhead. And all the kids were terrified of Boxhead. <laughs> for good reason. And I'm sure their parents told them stories, you know, if you're not good, Boxhead will come. Boxhead's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely true, man. John's not making that up. There was really what <laughs> the legend of Boxhead. <laughs> He was like the Sasquatch of Vernon, Texas. He's like Bigfoot. You know, some people have seen him. And then there was one hooker in town. One. One hooker that we were aware of. And she would work the streets in this small little West Texas town. Had huge breasts, wore no bra. And we drug her in and had her on the radio one day. White girl. White girl. Deborah. Debbie the prostitute. Yeah. What was her story? She couldn't. She was in a magazine as a teenager. Yeah. Because of her great body. And so she posed nude at a crazy young age. I'm sure it was an illegal age. And got into porno and sex business. And it didn't, you know, she just wound up being an old street hooker in a small town. You'd think that she'd work to a better uh, economy. Yeah, get a bus ride to right, Dallas. To, to Wichita on, Falls. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Beautiful person. Speaking of old stuff, what is our backtracks today? Oh, I got backtracks right here, man. You want me to tell you? I do. On this day back in 1973, following the final performance of their world tour in Osaka, Japan, both vocalist Ian Gillen and bassist Roger Glover abruptly left Deep Purple, citing a grueling work schedule and growing friction with founding member Richie Blackmore. And a lot of people had that kind of relationship with Richie Blackmore. They were replaced by David Coverdale and Glenn Hughes. And we've got a couple of Deep Purple songs for you. We're going to play backwards. And There's one. They're not. They're not so hard. The first person who can correctly identify those backward tunes correctly will get a uh, prize back from Born Late Records. We've got all kinds of show stuff we're giving away these days too. You're going to love to see it, but you have to get those right. We're going to let you listen one more time. Here's track one. And here's track two. Got him. Do it one more time. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four eight hundred eight hundred radio. Call in if you know the names of those two Deep Purple cuts, and you'll win the stuff. Why is this day in Deep Purple history relevant? It's kind of, you know, Deep Purple is a lot like Steely Dan or the Eagles or the Doobie Brothers. They went through a lot of personnel changes over the years. But that change in 1973 put them into a really different mode for a while. And David Coverdale did a great job with Deep Purple while he was in. Now, back in 1984, they finally reunited and had a great album, the Perfect Strangers album. But 
people look back at that version of Deep Purple that was around 69 to 73 as one of the unholy trinity of British hard rock and heavy metal bands, along with Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin. While we're waiting for you guys to call in and then we're going to cut to a song, um, what's this Fallout Boys new version of Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire? Do you oh have that? Boy. It's kind of fun. This will be uh, cut number three, actually. But Fall Out Boy offered a new and updated take on, of course, Billy Joel's 18, uh, 1989 hit, We Didn't Start the Fire. And it uh, actually isn't going down with some of the fans. The pop punk band released the new version on Wednesday, announcing on Twitter the new song covers, quote, newsworthy things from 89 to 2023. Here's a sample cut number three. thing they did not even mention in the song What's that's that? amazing hmm. they didn't say anything about covid pandemic man at all yeah and the reason people are digging on this and you know that was so hard to write oh my god despite any criticism of it they didn't do it in chronological order like billy joel did going from the 40s all the way to the 80s like in chronological order because he's a genius hey we've already got the winners on 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 the hook here do you think for the uh backtracks yeah okay. I, I see one crab and socal you there hey Hey, what? I can finally hear you. <laughs> hey, uh, my woman from Tokyo, and no one came, dude. That's no, my no, favorite no. Deep Purple band. But that's not the right song, man. You missed one. Oh. Ah! You had him out of order, too. Larry, good morning. Yes, sir. What do you think? I know them songs. Okay. Space Trucking. And my woman from Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, daddy. <laughs> I know them All right. Thanks, Larry. Pre-K, grab Larry on line five and give him his stuff. My name's John Clay Wolf. Buy cars on the radio for our sponsor, America's Best Car Bar. Give me the VIN.com. And don't forget, we buy RVs also. RVs. The big buses, the trailers, in-betweeners, the class ABCs. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com for your RVs. And while we're waiting during this musical break, the next segment's going to be where I bid cars on the radio for you guys right now. So 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. New listeners probably don't know what the hell we're talking about. Old listeners know exactly what we're talking about. So now's the time where I'm going to take your call, and I will bid your car on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. GiveMeTheVin.com. Angeles to Houston and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now 1 800 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where I bid cars real quick on the air. Forgive me, the Vin.com, America's best car buyer. Uh, Brady in Texas has an 18 Dodge Demon SRT. Um, 
It says it's modified. I wish you had not modified it. I can just tell you before you even tell me what you did to it. They're worth more unscathed, unmolested. Cars like this, I'm just giving everybody advice. When you buy a car like that, don't molest it with the crap because it makes it worth less. But what did you do? What, what, how did you do it? Uh, well, uh, we took it, uh, uh, injection engineering. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's printed, documented, but mm-hmm. it can't be brought down to stock. It was just a tune and an add-on. Yeah. I, I, does it, does it lope? Does the cam lope harder at idle than it did stock? Uh, no, actually it's smoother. Okay. So is it a computer? Did they change the program in the PCM or did you actually change out parts on the metal parts? Uh, uh, no, it's uh, no metal parts. It uh, was uh, basically just the uh, uh, the uh, computer you know, module that the EMC. Okay, it's almost like the one that comes with it because in Dodge Demons they have different keys for different horsepower levels. One of them's eight hundred and one of them's a thousand. Is that correct? Uh, correct. Yep. Um, I am. What color is it? It's the uh, red with a matte black trunk. Uh, roof and uh, hood on it. I see that you want 130. That's great. I bought mine new for 90, um, and I've sold plenty for 100. They have come up a little bit, but I think you're long in the tooth on what you want for yours. How long have you had it? Uh, about a year and a half. Yeah, I will give 115. I may give 120, but I know I'll give 115. But I need to see pictures of it. Okay. The miles, like if the six is good, 6,000 miles sounds low. But it's really not low on that car because that car, you know, if it had a thousand miles on it, then that 130 would be talking. But with six, these cars are getting passed around like museum pieces. The ones with 30 miles on them that never got driven are worth more. It's just stupid because they're holding them for Barrett Jackson of 20,050. You know what I mean? Right, right. And so it's just turned into a collector. It's a Picasso. And when you have a Picasso, you don't start jacking with what he did. You leave it alone. You follow me? <laughs> Rick, a 20 F-150 Lariat, 57,000 miles. Is it a V8 or V6? It's a 6. Okay. Twin twin superchargers. Sure. You know, that sure, one. Sure, sure, sure. Um, 4 by 4 Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, does 30, 38 grand buy it? Uh, yeah, it might. I think it should. Go to gimmethevin.com. Or 39. Or 37. Go to gimmethevin.com and load it up. Let's do a dope deal. (laughs) Thank you. My name's John Claywell. I buy cars on the radio right here for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN. Like VIN number. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN.com. So easy you can do it in your underwear. And... If Give Me the Vin does not beat a written CarMax offer, they will send you a check for $100 for the opportunity to beat a CarMax offer. I mean, so worst case scenario, you get 100 more. Best case scenario, you get 500 more or 1,000. I've had people tell me that we've outbid CarMax by six and 8,000 before on some, on some specialty units. So if you're getting a CarMax offer and you don't go into Give Me the Vin and send them a picture of it, you are definitely leaving money on the table. The least amount of money you're leaving is a $100 bill. Grab back. Yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com.
Ever since he had I Love You tattooed on his Johnson, his wife repeatedly accuses him of putting words in her mouth. He prefers to eat his breakfast at Waffle House because waitresses at IHOP don't take very kindly to being grabbed by the ass. His grandfather was an employee of the Jim Beam Distillery for nearly 40 years until he fell into a vat and drowned in a matter of six hours. It would have taken three, but he climbed out to take a leak several times. He is the world's biggest son of a bitch. Hey man, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, make mine a natty light tall boy. Yeah, buddy. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Can we get on with this? We're like an hour late. Is Scott ready now? Yes. Give me the the John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. Come as you are, as you were. Sounds like a, like a songbird. Good morning, everyone. Gigi, honey. You there? Nope, she's not there. All right. What are, what's going on today in uh, Worldwide News, boss man? This is kind of fun. We all have that guy, that this friend. This is J.D. Ryan, by the way. Hi, boss. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, uh, my name's J.D. It's kind of a conspiracy theory. Do you have somebody in your life that's a conspiracy Oh, I'll tell you what, what's really happening. My neighbor, Danny. It's Oh, yeah, I forgot. He was up here t- talking about UFOs. Mm-hmm. It's just weird when one ends up in the government, which seems to happen kind of often. During a recent interview in South Dakota State Representative, Joe Donnell, uh, claimed that Mount Rushmore, follow me on this, Mount Rushmore is actually a demonic portal used to spread communism. Here he is taking, making part of that claim. This will be cut number 16, Sean. That's what we're dealing with. And what the Lord revealed to me is that Mount Rushmore has a direct ley line to Washington, D.C., that God was going to break that connection. In order to understand the spiritual realm of what we're facing, that's acts as a portal for demonic things man this dude reminds me of the guy at stop and go when i was in third grade huh how's that i used to go up to stop and go on my mongoose bicycle and pick up albums mm-hmm. like 12 inch what are they 12 inch what, how big sure, were albums 12. yeah and there was this dude in there he said he's talked like him but he was probably 15 and he was a guitar player we got to talk and i was in maybe third grade and i went with him he lured me back to his apartment behind Stop and Go. His parents were gone, and he was going to play some electric guitar for me. It's getting weird. It is getting weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's getting weird. It's starting to get weird. It's getting weird. Yes. And then he's playing the guitar, and I was, you know, I'm in third grade, dude. Sure. And then he whipped out a joint, fired that baby up. Okay. And I was scared the hell out of me. Yeah. So when I left... <laughs> I called the police. You did? Oh, oh my God. I called the police on the stoner dude that was just trying to jam and be cool to a little kid. <laughs> and they didn't care. The police didn't care. They're like, what? I'm like, this guy's got marijuana. Huh. He's got marijuana. Yeah, we were did the- he make you smoke it? No. Did he offer it to you? <laughs> no. But I smelled it. Do you feel funny? A little bit. <laughs> We were at a keg party one time, my, my friends and I. We had a band, and they had big keg parties we'd play. We, we're standing in a circle, 
14 feet across. Right. Right, seven or eight of us. Party and at the Moon Tower. Our friend Sean brought a, we said little freshman girl. She was about to be a junior in right. high school, and we were all high school kids. And we're in a circle, and we're passing two joints around mm-hmm. for a half an hour. Okay. I mean, it's going around. Every time one's gone, somebody's got a new one. We're, you know, keg party. Mm-hmm. Keg party. And Amber wasn't privy to what was going on, and she would just go by her. Nobody even tried to hand it to her. It's going around. And Sean was right next to him. I mean, he's hitting that nub, man, that tiny little roach, man, right? Mm-hmm. Lips wide open. And she looks at him, and it clicks. And her little light bulb came on, and she said, and this is the amber phrase. We referred to it forever after. Is that marijuana? I'll see you guys later, all right? And she was out of there. Hey, Max, put the camera on the high one and come in here. I want to talk to you. The high one. It's the high one, man. My my 16-year-old high school son. I've got some questions for him now that you bring this up. He's so the high smart. one, man. So smart. He makes me feel so stupid. Just I'm so glad he, you said that. I felt like the world's biggest idiot when he was talking about I know. About Russia. Every time he talks, I'm just like, oh yeah. my God. Headphones. Made me wish I'd paid attention in school. He is very well informed for his age, no doubt. Max the intern. Good morning, Max. How are you? But I'm, I'm good. Uh, but am I on? You are on, son. Oh, okay. I can't hear anything. Hold on. Oh, well, I thought we'd left all this. Okay, up. okay. Here. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um. So, hi. Hi. Well, Bobo's talking about high school and a keg party in high school and how kids were passing around a, a joint, mar- marijuana joint. And you're in high school, and I wanted to ask you, what is, what, what's going on? So, like, in my high school, and I was in public school, weed was not the deal. Like, it was, it was risque, and we all drank plenty of beer. But nobody whipped out a joint and started passing around a campfire or a keg in high school. You're asking the wrong person. I'm I, I, not invited to parties. <laughs> but what do you what do you hear? What, um, what, like, in, 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 I mean, obviously, we don't need to talk about any school names or any kids' names or anybody's names for that matter. Just, but you, what what is the marijuana usage in your grade or your high school? I don't know anyone who smokes marijuana. All right. But if you want to talk about something that's everywhere, and you've probably heard about that. Oh, and this isn't so much as my school, but like in public schools and stuff, vapes are everywhere. Like half the grade uses them. But are they using THC vapes or regular vapes? TH, uh, regular. Okay. But like everyone's like, when you think about it, it's just you've got. Do you remember when we caught that jewel thing? Your sister had a little jewel problem, a little vape thing going. Yeah, you want to know what the craziest part was? What? Nolan came up and she was, and he was like, "Tab, Tab paid me forty dollars to not tell you," and I was like, "I did not say anything." Mm-hmm. I didn't get paid at all. Okay. If if I knew that she was paying Nolan off and not me, you would, you, you, I would have snitched right away. Oh wow, that, that's that's kind of sorry. <laughs> I didn't get paid at all. Why is he getting paid? Snitches me, get me? stitches, and I bet she never paid him. I bet she just told him she'd pay him to shut up. Yeah, nobody likes a narc, Max. Right. Yeah. Well, so so Gigi, your boys yes, in high school at that age, in yes. California, was it legal then? No. Okay. What well, was it, it a was problem? Not. Was it a problem? Yes, it was a problem. I caught my son smoking weed upstairs. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And he, um, so I, I smelled it. I know what I smelled, right? right. <laughs> and so, then, and this is my older son who has a gift of gab. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Anyways, so 
I go to his room. I'm like, what are you doing? I can't believe you're doing this, blah, 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 right? He gives me this long, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I let you down. And I'm so sorry about that. And I can't believe this, right? So I'm like, okay, it's cool and everything. I walk back to my room. And like 10 minutes later, I think he thought I had left. Mm-hmm. He blazes it up again. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I got to go back. And I'm like, damn, homie, Did you for go real? the belt this it's- time? Okay, is this what we're doing? No, he's like 6'4", so I'd have lost that battle. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm like, is this what we're doing? Okay. So he puts it out. Then he comes into my room with this long speech. Mom, the look in your eyes. You were so disappointed and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Just miss me with that BS because you lit it up after I said don't. Right. So, yeah, it was a bit of a problem. My deal with weed is... Like, I had friends, and I did have, I went to two different schools, but wake and bake guys, guys that smoked a lot of weed, it dumbs them down. There's no question. It absolutely dumbs you down. Okay. I guess it just depends on how much you smoke and what you're doing. I mean, that's how I got through undergraduate school. I'm just going to put it out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I did my I did my work, and mm-hmm. I didn't know it helped me focus. So it depends on how much you smoke. It depends on what kind you smoke. It depends on, I think, your your, your makeup. You know what I mean? So maybe some yes and some no. Well, the the people that I know well that smoked a lot of weed were extremely slow starters until they ditched it in their mid-20s and they finally realized that the reason that they were behind everybody else is because they were stoners. And there's still a few of them that are just still stoners and they're just, you know, they're happy being what they are, but but they can't, they can barely support themselves. Yeah, but you know, there's also there's a whole category of people who have undiagnosed like ADHD and things like that, mm-hmm. and they gravitate towards that because it slows them down and it does help them focus. So they kind of they kind of self medicate, and now they have different strains to do different things. You know what I mean? A head high, a body high, and so on and so forth. So yeah. Mexican ditch is all I ever knew. Oh, okay. Mexican ditch weed. All right, real quick, Max, what's going on in the war? Uh, what's going on in the war with the with the with the retaliation last um, week in Russia? Well, Prigozhin, as I said last time, he's been exiled to Belarus. Um, he's locked himself away in a windowless hotel room. This is the guy that led the troops to overthrow Putin yeah. last week. Which I'm sure that's not very hard to find in Belarus, but what uh, a windowless a windowless hotel room. <laughs> 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 but um, so this is so Putin cannot. Like push him out of a window or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, he's been known to do that. He's been known to push people. You know, you don't like someone, you just give him a little shove. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. that means that he understands what he's dealing with, who he's dealing with, mm-hmm. and that means I think that also means he probably has more to the plan because he left Putin on that throne and he knows he's left him on. He knows he's left him in a position to where, kill him. Yes. So. He's, I doubt he's plans on spending the rest of his life in this windowless hotel room. So I believe that if he's willing to do this, this means he's got more of a plan, mm-hmm. so a way to get out of this. What do you think the plan Maybe is? a way to do more. I don't know. It could be reorganizing strength, but I don't know exactly where that strength would come from. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he doesn't have a plan, but he's got still has an ambition, and he's trying to buy time to come up with a plan. Yeah. There you go. You don't have to read the newspaper. You got Max. Max the intern. Thank you, sir. Yeah, man. Okay, my name's John Clay Wolf. We've got to stop for a song, a musical interlude. In each city, they play different songs, so I have no idea what they're playing. If it's a good one, I told them to play it. If it's a bad one, they figured it out themselves. Uh, go to jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com, and you can get the podcast there that goes up about 2 o'clock or the Facebook page, The John Clay Wolf Show. But at jcwshow.com, you can also see the video. 
Yeah. We have uh, seven cameras in here. Actually, Max is the switch man on them. He's running the video feed. And you can get the audio feed there. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. Friend us on whatever. Uh, however all that goes. And we'll be back in a momento, por favor. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. We now return to The John Clay Wolf Show. Broadcasting on air, online, anywhere you are with a smartphone and an internet connection. Check out the podcast, jcwshow.com. Good morning, everyone. John Clay Wolf Show here, Saturday morning, live, like always. How the hell are you? We have my favorite movie producer, famous movie producer, in the studio this morning. He's become a show favorite for all the fans. His name is Juan Solo. Hey, man. You are speaking of me. I'm speaking of you. I'm no producer, senor. What are you? I'm only an actor. Oh, I thought you were running this show. Yes, I don't even know how to make a cocktail. <laughs> so you are building this Mexican Star Wars. I'm a very, I'm a very, I will say, essential part eh, mm-hmm. of the process because most of the stories don't revolve around me, but I am in the sidelines. What happened this week on the production set of Mexican Star Wars? Well, we have had plenty of sleep since our last shoot that we did at the El Centro in Mexico City. But again, it's been a very busy schedule for our little project. This week, we have two major scenes to shoot, and we have complete one. And it was very very difficult to do as the rebel alliance is attempting to destroy la estrella de la muerte okay the death star right i am my co-pilot booby now this is the deal where y'all rented a, a, a mall in san diego in mexico city, mexico city. Ciudad, mexico. and and you recreated the death star and you have prostitutes you grabbed, rounded up a bunch of prostitutes to be the stormtroopers. Yes, that was a very long, very enticing shoot. But they could shoot so straight that they were killing a lot of the production people. Muy dangerous. Okay. See, si. see. Si. But this is the normally next... stormtroopers can't shoot straight. This is but the next prostitutes chapter. Prostitutes can. And we have our good good times right. and our bad times. But this is the part of the adventure where I and my co-pilot Booby. Along with our droid, 8675309, <laughs> and the lovely Princess Ember, who was an exotic dancer in San Diego. Okay. Many moons ago. All right. Speaking of moons, this time around we traveled to the forest moon of Endor to disable the Death Star shield generator so we can blow the mother up. Okay. <laughs> Comprende? Yes. And the location was beautiful. We shoot the exteriors in El Salvador. Okay. In the jungles. But of course, the evil galactic empire sends many hundreds of troops and munitions to stop the mission. With many, many stormtroopers. 
who were once again cast using the prostitutes de la Zona Rosa. Okay. The pink zone hookers. <laughs> who are, if you do not remember, are very dangerous. Just in their real lives. Right. Not to mention they are in stormtrooper armor with laser guns. Right. Which luckily do not work or they will kill everybody. <laughs> anyway, un- unlike any stormtrooper you have ever seen in Star Wars, these hookers can shoot. So my little band of rebels are being under fire from the evil galactic empire. And just when we fear we will fall to defeat, we meet the Ewoks. The Ewoks. Have you seen them? Yeah, the little fuzzy things. The many press pictures come out this week. They are the little, how do you say, teddy bear-like indigenous peoples of Endor. (laughs) And though they are very cute and you want to hug them, they are ruthless, primitive gorilla fighters. Who we cast with the fourth grade of the St. Louis Catholic Escuela. <laughs> That's you cast the Ewoks of the fourth grade Mexican uh, Catholic school? They, they look wonderful in their costumes. Okay. And like the prostitutes de la Zona Rosa, these little children are also muy dangerous. Why? Because, well, they are only nine years old. Mm-hmm. But when we brought them in for costuming and the dress rehearsal, our casting directors say had that they had never confiscated so many nunchucks, switchblade knives, and brass knuckles. Even dressed as teddy bears, they were a very rough bunch. And so they battled with the hookers. Mm-hmm. The hookers versus the ninth grade of the San Luis Catholic Escuela. Very bad the fighting. And though we did lose so many droids in the ensuing carnage and most of the catering crew. Mm-hmm which was very sad. We got some very exciting action footage. And the children will now allow the prostitutas de la Zona Rosa mm-hmm. to visit them three times per year for a special mass. They are our friends now. Okay. And they get to keep their costumes. Okay. So that's going to be very big at Halloween time. Oh, yeah. There will be a lot of Ewoks. <laughs> a lot of Ewoks. They're having special guests. The 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 Zach. The Zach from the Dallas Cowboys. Will come. He looks just like an Ewok. No, he doesn't. Oh, Zeke, okay. Zeke. Hey, we're running out of time, Juan. I appreciate it. Thanks may for, the horse be with you. Thanks for may the horse be with you. Thank you for the update. Gigi, what have you got to, today, lady? Well, first I want to ask you a car question. My car question is, I was walking through Old Town the other day, and I saw this license plate that said Sexy Hemi, right? Okay. So I was super excited to hear the engine, Mm -hmm. right? But it didn't sound normal. Did they change them? In in California, they they, they, they choke them down with all the emissions so they don't have the good sound. Yeah, I was was kind of sad about that. Um, The next thing I have, do you ever fake it? Me? What's it? Okay, so I was reading a survey, and there was a study in 2015 by the University of Kansas that said 25% of all men surveyed were found to have faked it during sex. No. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I have no need to fake it. Oh, it's all okay. there. I'm just. I, I've no. I've no, have I ever faked it? No. Have you? Okay. What about everybody else? Oh, all the time. Yeah, of course. What would be the point? Very occasionally, if you're if you're being repetitively dissatisfied and you just want to get out of this thing, 
you know, uh-huh. speed up the process. Yeah, that's what it said. It said 66% of the 25% of men who said they faked it, they did so because they didn't want to upset their partner. Isn't that sweet? Aww, I did Aww. take a phone call one time on a date that I was wanting to get out of, and uh, my grandmother had already passed. So I, act, I reenacted the death. Oh, my God, I've got to go. My grandmother just passed away. <laughs> Is that terrible? It's the same thing. Yeah, man. that's awful. Oh, is that faking it? If that's faking it, then yeah, I faked it. Okay, see. And then see, she wanted to come with me for support. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a family deal. Oh, I need to be by your side, John. <laughs> no, it's time yeah, to book. She wanted to come with you for real. <laughs> <laughs> not unless you're Episcopalian, you're not. This is a family matter. 800-800-7234-800-800 radio My name's John Clay Wolf. This show is brought to you by our sponsor, GiveMeTheVin.com. There is one hour left. And then we're out of here. Fourth of July weekend. I hope you guys have a big one planned. I know I do. Don't blow any fingers off. Gigi, have you ever had Roman candles shot at you? No. What's a Roman candle? It's a long, skinny thing. that has. It's like... um. Shoots fireballs. It's like what the stormtrooper shoots. Shoots fireballs and you shoot... Is them it- at- it's like fireworks or something? Yeah, it's fireworks that you shoot at each other and you'll burn your shirt up. But it's really bad to do that, and I don't. And I just do remember doing that with a redneck kid, and he thought it was cool, and I went along with it. And um, when I told my dad what we were doing, because he asked me why I had so many holes in my shirt, <laughs> I think he belted me. Yeah, you deserve that. <laughs> you earned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you did. Remember, the podcast goes up at jcwshow.com about 2 o'clock. This afternoon, a little later maybe, and you can get that um, at there or the John Clay full yeah, the Facebook page of the show. Like us on Twitter. Remember the stream on YouTube. All the stuff. We we want to get to know you guys better. We we hear. Uh, I love the comments that you guys write us. If you go to contact us at the jcwshow.com, and um, especially when people get drunk, it, it seems like the comments start rolling in about 9 o'clock uh, and 10 o'clock. Have you noticed that? Yes. It's on Saturday night. People get cocked up with a little booze and they start thinking about what we said this morning. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, our most commented hour is 9 to 11 Saturday night. Pretty odd, 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 odd. All right. It's okay. We're with you, sweetheart. We, we got to go to break. We'll be back in a minute. And for those of y'all we lose, happy 4th of July. John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for the John Clay Wolf Show. Fucker, out.